PC Carlisle, if you're talking, we can't hear you. Your mic's... Oh, <laughs> your mic's we'll see, guys. <laughs> but uh, like I was saying, uh, welcome, everybody, to the Last City Radio. I am here. Uh, we are finally on, on uh, kick, which is really cool. Well, uh, we finally... We've made it, you know, to to the new platform. We're going to try this out and see what's going on. Um, for those of you guys who are new, you're going to get ready to come in. Um, I just want to let you know I appreciate you guys for all, all that you guys do. And at the end of the day, um, you know, I started this podcast way back 2018. Um, just uh, trying to something new, seeing, you know, if anybody would take us seriously. And uh, here we are today. Um, always was inspired by the goats, which was Guardian Radio and uh, the Last Word podcast, which was you know before it was the Last Word, it was Firepoint, well, Flashpoint, yeah. So it was Flashpoint before it was the the Last Word. So uh, with Ebonchis and Cognito, my good friends over there doing their thing, and uh, yeah, I definitely was inspired by that and wanted to give it a shot, and here we are. Today, still grinding, still doing what we do and having a good time. And that's what it's all about, you know. And I appreciate everybody here um, that's coming in, that's going to be coming in soon. So we're, we're trying to see what this is about, see what we can do and have fun doing this. So that being said, I got my co-host. The guy is none other than a, the young lord, not only the young lord, the guardian out here doing his thing, having a good time. And not only he is the he is the host of the All Things Destiny podcast, and uh, really great guy, very very uh, knowledgeable about the game and guys, and giving you the best tips out here in the game. I want to introduce you, Mister Jeremy, aka R Stone. What's going on, man? I'm doing good. Thank you for having me as your co-host. absolutely, absolutely. We can't do this without you, brother. So I, I definitely want to know, man, what you've been up to lately, man. What's been going on with you? Um, been kind of busy getting up with the summer uh, college classes, so getting that prepped. Hopefully, probably going to be streaming a little bit tomorrow, as of right now. Got the hey. overlays done for the podcast, so brand new overlays for a lot of the episodes coming. Got an intro made up, so we're gonna have an EP tomorrow. Hey, man, that sounds interesting, man. Out. You definitely got to no. keep me up on that. You know, I, I want to hear yep. what's going on with the news with that. But, yeah, that's pretty cool, man. You've been playing anything yep. lately? Anything caught your eye? Um, just Destiny's been a little dry. I hopped on a little bit this week to do the fishing quest and do part of the exotic quest that it's been speculated about. So I did that. Been playing a lot of Dead by Daylight. Destiny has been a little dried for us. Oh. Yeah, trying man. Different games. Like I said, for me too, man. Uh, I just been trying different things and uh, just playing different things, man. Jumping into your old uh, backlog of games that you know, playing Destiny. I haven't got a chance to do so much, but I'm finally back at it again. So uh, it's pretty good. Zach said, "What's good, my guy? Appreciate you for jumping on, my main man. And it's always a pleasure to see you, sir. So thank you. Salute to you coming in. But um." Yeah, it's yeah. I've been play, I've been doing the same thing, man. Uh, just trying to grind out, doing my thing, and playing other games. You know, taking a backseat and seeing how things go. Um, it's it's just uh, we definitely go get into the reason why everyone's doing that. But before we do all that, we got an amazing guest that I would like to introduce. 
So it's going to go a little something like this. So I definitely want to introduce a rock star guardian that I've seen throughout the streets. This guy not only is rad with, with all his guitar riffs, but he, he's also just one of the coolest laid back and very informational about the Destiny community. He's very vocal and always doing what he can to always support his fellow guardians and alike and musicians alike. So I definitely want to introduce to you my man, Mr. One and Only Wall Candy. What's going on, my man? How you doing? Doing fantastic. Super happy to be here. Always happy to talk shop about the game and uh yeah, like you're saying too, I'm always I'm, I'm a pretty uh, community-minded person. So when it comes to those kind of discussions about music and gaming, like I'm always down to talk shop. It's uh, something I'm really passionate about. It's about the only thing that makes my brain tick and lets me focus. You know, everything <laughs> else is kind of understimulating. So that's definitely my bread and butter. So I appreciate you having me on, man. Hey, man, I appreciate you, man. It, you know, it, it was cool when I saw you. I was like, ah, man, a musician like myself, I definitely got to get him on here. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah hate man. To, I hate to be the one asking questions. What do you play? Because I'm a guitar, bass, keyboard <laughs> guy. But what do you play, my guy? Okay. Oh well, me, I play. I play sax. You know, I'm. I'm a Ooh, sax man. Beautiful. You know, I love playing sax. I, I play flute too. Um, I played a little bit of clarinet during my time, especially when that, I was like in seventh grade. But never got my first instrument. I love that. That was my first instrument, and I quit in seventh grade. So that's a weird little <laughs> parallel there. But hell yeah, my man! Because and I and I get it. The oh, like the different kind of woodwinds and like the reed instruments. Yeah. Like that's a lot of skill, my man. Hell, I just got uh, one of the records I just finished up has a little saxophone on it too. So there's definitely a love really? for the instrument over here. Oh yeah, uh, it's oh, man. so so yeah. I guess I could. Well, hold on. I, I'm not going to steer the ship. This is your house, man. Uh, I'm going to start. I'm going to start talking. Go ahead, do your thing. Do your thing. No, but um, do your thing. Yeah, man. I just, I, it's good to talk shop with someone who does music, especially at a game like Destiny. Like some yes. of the, as someone who loves video game music, a lot of big moments, a lot of melodies. I hear myself singing to myself all the time, and uh, mm -hmm. I mean that's just a huge influence in my life in general. So much of the music I've liked, and even some of my taste has revolved around like I love a um, lot of breakbeat jungle music. You could trace that yes. back to me playing Jet Set Jet Set Radio as a kid. You know what I mean? Ooh, let's um, go. Like cinematic music, love the Star Wars movies. So, you know, everything kind of links in. Uh, it's like that. Uh, that's a thing they say every forty years, things kind of like come back. So I'm kind yep. of in the swing of things coming back where I'm going back to like, I'm regressing, but not like in the You're unstable emotional way, but like, in like, <laughs> oh, I want to listen to like my old stuff from like middle school. And I want to like kind of right. hone back into like why I like that so much, but now I'm so much older, you know, things are so different and mm -hmm. uh, it's just nice to still relate to that stuff, but just in like more profound ways. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Listen, man, I, I definitely agree with you, man. Like for me, just having that musical ear, it's just it's something it's it's crazy because I'm always I'm always listening out for different stuff. It's like how is this track gonna go? Okay, you know, because what gets me, especially when it comes to these games that I love, it the tracks gotta be fire for me. Then I played in band, I, I did all that stuff. I love I love that orchestral music, you know, theatrical music and stuff like that, and it's just got a hit for me. Like uh, one of my favorites, I, I love so many game genre of music um osts is crazy 
But one of my one of my favorite uh, that I I fell in love with back in 2020 was uh, the Final Fantasy VII remake. Just the whole uh, just the orchestral, you know, OSTs was just amazing, man. It just brought me back to those days when I used to play in band and stuff like that. It, you just you know how you just feel the flow of the music. You feel the waves of it. It just takes you to a different place, man. I, I love that. And it, those are those are those moments for me, especially when I'm in gaming. And uh, shout out to Agent Chavez, my one of my original co-hosts in the game. I love love shout you, out. man. Appreciate it. Thank you for supporting always. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, it, it's it brings me to one of those places. You know, I just love it. And uh, man, it's so many uh, so many great moments. Um, especially it sets the tone for what you want out of the game. You know, what's the mood? What's the changing the flow, the pace? Like, especially yeah. when you're hurrying and trying to do something, you know. How, yeah, how it, it sets a foundation in such an interesting way because, like, I have a moment like that. Um, so a lot of my pivotal gaming memories, too, because I had a brother. Um, he's, like, 12 years older than me, different dad, but, you know, love him, like, one of my favorite people in the world. He's been, like, my link to gaming help. I have to do a Ghost of the Deep run with him soon. Like, that's how, like, LinkedIn we've been, you know? And it's a beautiful thing to still share yeah. that with him after all this time. But I remember a specific once we had a Dreamcast growing up, probably my favorite system of all time still to this day. And um, so on it, it's funny. I never f even finished, never fin. It was, like, one of those things I was too young to, like, fully mm -hmm. finish the game. But I would always play the demo level first it was well not the first because it's technically like what the third or fourth level in sonic adventure and as yes, soon as go, i heard that yes, guitar absolutely. riff and then i think about how i solo and like the because my journey like i started very metal centric with music as you can see i'm still kind of in a band like that yeah. but um <laughs> so i was i was speed demon back then i was all about playing fast shredding and then i mm -hmm. i got kind of the bogus kind of hoity-toity attitude where, like, shredding is, like, uh And, like, you can make that argument for some music, but at the same yes. time, we're also shooting down someone's style at the end of the day. Even if you think shredding's not your thing, why you even put mm -hmm. energy into talking about it? Just like what you like, right? So when I do play or shred, it's very, like, kind of how you think of it, too, with being in band. It's very, um, it's very meaningful. It's very important yeah, exactly. where these notes are being placed. And improvisation and all that, even with that, because that's a big part of how we play, too. Again, mm -hmm. I, if you know your fretboards, you know the valves, you know all that, it's just like, it's crazy the kind of connections you can make in the moment. But, yeah, that's a, probably one of my biggest ones is that Sonic Adventure VST, or not VST, um, OST. And yes, uh, yes. Jet Set Radio especially, because Jet Set Radio, I think, also as a younger kid, I wasn't necessarily sheltered as much as I – I lived in, like, unincorporated suburbs in, like, Chicagoland, mm -hmm. you know? So, like, okay, it, was as, okay. it was almost like – and I mean this with so much love to both my parents for my upbringing. It, it was a little white trash, you know, which is awesome, <laughs> though, because <laughs> uh, I was fortunate. Love. Because I was fortunate. My dad worked really hard. My mom, like, was at the house taking care of me. Like, I was very fortunate mm -hmm. and privileged to have those kind of things, 100%. And then to be exposed to, like, even little things in counterculture, like stuff you see in Jet Set Radio, or yeah. even, like, all that, it really expands your minds and, and sets you up to not, like, necessarily judge people because you can see, like, again, yep. someone, like, doing graffiti could easily be judged. But, like, I wouldn't do that. Because, yes, on principle, I get, like, don't inconvenience, like, a small like store owner, I wouldn't want you to do graffiti there, but bro, if you're going to put right. graffiti up on the damn, um, on the damn roadside ads, who cares, you know, to a point, mm -hmm. because it's like, 
any harm you could be causing is a little bit harmless and because you're just like, okay, someone's pockets are a little bit hurt. If their pockets are hurt, they had enough money to do that. And it, I don't know. I'm getting kind of in my like, you know, I, I don't know how else to say it. I can appreciate the art and people's strife and struggles and paths a lot more because of stuff like video, video games exposing me to stuff. Right, Plus, right. Like, where I went to high school, especially in my high school, is super diverse. I mean, Joliet, uh, where I came from, that's uh, a, ve- a predominantly Latino neighborhood so i had a lot of uh diverse like um friendships growing up which i'm very thankful for because a lot of people that could have literally lived like 10 minutes more inland to where more of the farm areas are it's Mm -hmm. like night and day i feel like i literally walked into tennessee but like the bad part of tennessee where they don't say hi to you like it's really crazy how five to ten miles of difference makes so much of a of a it just makes that much of a difference when it comes to how people uh how, how people's outlooks are you know what i mean so i'm i'm fortunate for where i was at fortunate for the stuff i was exposed to and like yeah very very pivotal to just having a better understanding of things especially at this age because this is the age where you start getting better if you if you let it happen you know what i mean yeah exactly yeah and that's the thing you know it's it's it's, it's a beautiful thing, you know, especially when you're learning, you're, you're learning about different ways of playing and uh, just copying all types of styles. It's really cool, man. Uh, and you mentioned, you mentioned earlier about uh, Sonic Adventure. Listen, I'm a mm-hmm. big Sonic head. If anybody knows Always. me, uh, you know, you know, I'm, I'm all about, I'm all about uh, music, Destiny and all that type of stuff, you know? So, yeah. uh, as a big Sonic head, man, I can tell you Sonic Adventure, Sonic Adventure 2 Battle, all of those things, those are my, those are my hits, man. <laughs> you know, just the, especially all the OSTs, uh, that they have in the game. It's just crazy. Like, uh, Escape from the City from Sonic 2 Battle, you know, different, those like two that songs music. just smack. Even if there was ever a time I wasn't super active playing the game, those OSTs always because because the thing with me, while I do love Sonic a lot and that's pivotal, mm-hmm. I am one hundred percent self admitted will always be and forever shall be a Mario dude. Love Mario. For, yes, I, yes. I was lucky enough. My my brother was born in eighty three, so he was able to get like a Nintendo Entertainment System. We've had that thing mm-hmm. as like an heirloom in our family. I've gotten to play that game so many times. And it just, and you know, I've played all of them, played Odyssey. I've gone through all of them. You know, I got the 3D All-Stars collection when it came out. That's probably okay, like my okay. all-time. Where I would also let, say. Let me ask you World. a question, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, go for it. Go for it. This I got to ask you a question. Did you, see that, um, did you see that Nintendo Direct uh, this week? You know what's, we know what I hate about that is I didn't. But of course, as always, <sighs> I, saw the, I saw the Arlo notification come up. We were like, this one was crazy. So what? Okay, you, yes. you, are you going to be the one to break the news to me? What happened? I don't. I, I don't worry about spoilers, man. Just lay it on me, bro. I gotta tell you, man. You, you got. You're a Mario fan, right? So uh, mm-hmm. they announced something that is dear to my heart, and everybody who have got a chance to play this Mario game is dear to heart. They are remaking Mario: The Legend of the Seven Stars, and it looks phenomenal. When I tell you. It looks fantastic. You are gonna lose your mind, <laughs> man. It it's was like, beautiful. It doesn't matter uh, how crazy and corporate they can be. Sometimes they are always gonna hit a home run that is that is just earth shattering. Oh my god! 
Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Well, you made my night already. We're already having a great time. Well, that's just the icing on the cake right there. I'm oh, excited to that's see that. All. That's, that's oh, not okay. all that's coming out this, this year. So they're also, um, they're also making uh, uh, Super Mario, so Super Mario Wonder, Super Mario Bros. Wonder. So it's basically kind of like a sequel to, you remember the old, um, uh, the old games of uh, the Super Mario World and uh, Super Mario Bros. Two and all that. Super Mario Wonder yeah. is a is a new. It's it's basically a sequel to those. It's the next sequel to it, and the art style they changed the art style up, and it looks okay. really good, man. It looks really good. Um, it's three D, but the way that the art style it, it captures the essence of the old games. Which modernize really, modernize yeah. it but doesn't ruin it is kind of what the vibe I'm getting yeah. off. It's like a it's like a uh Sonic Superstars uh Mario Bros Ooh. type of thing. Okay. Yep. Oh, it's man. beautiful, man. See and that then, that's uh, one thing that kind of sucks. I'm a little one track mind, so sometimes I'm off on like the bigger topics, whereas <laughs> I you know I'm watching my ass across videos and shit. So Right, right. Yeah, thank you for keeping me in the loop because I man, I'm happy about that. Oh man. It was it it was amazing. It literally everybody was just like, I can't believe they're hitting us, and they're both coming out this year. Literally, Legend of the Seven Stars remake. No, Legend of the Legend of Seven Stars remake comes out uh on uh on November the fourteenth, and uh, oh my god, the Super Mario Bros. Wonder comes out in in October. I was like, yo. It's going to be a good Christmas season yes. time for me. That's for damn. Oh, my God. Oh, that, man, I'm telling you. Say what you want about Nintendo. I love that company, but damn it, they still know how to release games. They do. Like, they know how to still release games, especially with IPs this big. It's so easy to fumble. And they've fumbled a couple times. Every company does. But I feel like they're the, they always recover because they just made good decisions. They wait. Like, please don't tell me about Tears of the Kingdom until it's ready. And then when they did, exactly, look, it's gonna, it's literally gonna be game of the year. So mm-hmm. oh, they man. did exactly that in the direct. Literally, um, they came out swinging, man. And like everybody was talking about, because you know, you remember you've been hearing the chatter of everyone talk about Starfield. Everybody, yeah, yeah Xbox has won the showcases. Of this year, nah, man. Like they're doing good. Nah, but they're doing like, good. I'm glad they got the W, a, a little yeah. W. But they they got shut down with Nintendo. Nintendo came out and they swung really hard, and they're put they're putting out a lot of stuff. They even got the uh the Metal Gear Solid Collect Master Collection Edition coming as well this year. They like literally they already they I, they I'm showcased the you, uh, the DLCs. That's- that Honestly, was the first thing they did. They did like uh, love Mario, but that they, is an uh, equally they, huge jump when the for whole me. direct started. They showed you the DLCs, what's going on with the Pokemon <laughs> DLCs. Knocked that out of the park first, and you know, anytime the Nintendo do that first, of a Pokemon game is showcase that first as the first thing that they show. You know, something big is coming, <laughs> and that was that, that. You know, that's that's the Mario the RPG thing, shut it down. Those last. Yeah, because those other directs, like, that's what kind of got me is, like, I'm not that deep in the universe where I, like, Xenoblade, mm-hmm. cool game, not my thing, right. I haven't been into it. So when I'm seeing a direct where it's mostly that and Monster Hunter, I'm not as invented, but I still know that it's, like, important. 
But like, yeah, dude, a Pokemon mm-hmm. DLC for the first thing, I would literally be like, okay, I'm gonna like take my break at work now and watch this. I don't give a damn. Literally, bro. I'm taking my lunch early, dude. <laughs> what the hell? Oh my gosh. Man, I'm telling you. Like literally, they literally they hit us with the okie doke with that. I'm saying, <laughs> yo, these guys are these, these guys are coming out swinging tonight. Like they they shut them down with that when they showed RPG, people went nuts. Literally, people was going nuts. People and I was love crying that because that's one game that crazy. my legacy with Mario, I didn't have like that huge of a time with. Because the thing you're going to realize with me about my story, man, there's a reason I didn't play D1. I sold all of my mm-hmm. gear, and not like video game gear, in like seventh grade to do guitar. So I was out of it for so long. So, like, it's just nice to kind of mm-hmm. get, like, those uh, experiences I miss out on again in different ways with, like, these kind of releases and stuff or something. Or, like, even when I right. got to play some like, Elden Ring, it felt like I got to have those pivotal, like, or no, more in high school. Yeah, yeah, like the junior high, high school gaming experiences, but now. Whereas, yeah, like, you don't really get those opportunities a lot once you get, like, past 25, basically, because life just and you don't. on you. Literally, you don't, and it, and that's the cool thing about that. It's like, oh man, we're playing like Elden Ring was an experience. Like that, <laughs> you have games that that's great, that's engaging, and then you have games that are you have to experience. And that was one of them. That that was definitely one of them. Same thing with Mario RPG. That's an experience, man. If you, man, I'm telling you that the reason why we have Final Fantasy is the reason is. Because of that game, oh, <laughs> literally, 100%. because of 100%. that game, that game was it's it, it, it's so it's hard to describe it because it, it's just it it pulls on your heartstrings because I played it when I was a kid. That was one of my favorite Mario games of all time. Everyone knows this. If you, yeah, can, if okay. you grew up playing and you played that game or even heard about it, you know, yeah. And now everyone who never got a chance to play it is going to be able to experience it in its entirety again, but even better. You know, and that's, it's just and that's amazing. That just I'm grateful I get to experience it the way I do because, like I said, I didn't even get to. I didn't because another thing too, like a lot of my gaming like tastes and experiences for a long time were around my brother. Because, like, I watched him play Final Fantasy, I think it was 10 was the one he played. And he played 6 and 7 in front of mm-hmm. me. Like, I, I watched him play those games. And, like, those were probably, like, the biggest things for me. Because I didn't have, like, the patience or the understanding to really appreciate RPGs back in the day. But to, like, right. see your, someone like your brother do all these methodical, like, mathematical things in front of you was something like a game where, to you, it's usually a simple, fun thing. But it was cool to bridge the gap where it's like, wow, games can be like a thinking exercise, like, but in a yes. fun way, not a boring way. <laughs> like, I mean, it can, you can do like some straight up like educational, like kind of standard games, but doing something like that is just right. um, it's very enchanting to see something like that where a game can enthrall you that much that you literally want to like click through menus, but it's just that engaging and fun and satisfying. Oh, man, it's, it, it, it's just so engaging, so fun. You have a, you have, you will have a wonderful time playing it. I guarantee you on that one. It's, it's that good. The characters are amazing. The, the, the boss battles are so memorable. All of it is just, it's, it's a wild ride, man. It's Mario that you ain't never seen before, basically. <laughs> and you know, I like that. 
I need that in my I'm life, honestly. You, you're going to love it. You're going to fall in love with that game right off the jump. You know, it's that engager from the start. So it's it's one of those games, man. It's like, man, tears of the kingdom. You got some competition on that one. Which, uh, and those are big words. And I respect those big words. I know you wouldn't be saying them if you didn't mean it. So I hear I'm you. I'm telling you, it's beloved. You should see. Oh, I was watching a lot of the reactions to all the different streamers and stuff. These people were crying. These people was like, yo, we've been waiting for 17 years, you know, for, for this game. You know, twenty years. I have it long. It's been it's been a long time since nineteen ninety seven. That's a long time. That's a long old. time. That's why I didn't we, play it. I was yeah. damn two years old. That's the only reason I didn't play it. I was damn two years old. Kathy <laughs> did not yep. have the brain power for that. But man, <laughs> that's a beautiful thing. I got a man. chance to play it when I was uh in, in the early two thousands. Uh it was early two thousand one when my mom purchased it for us. Uh man, it it, it that game is crazy good. You're gonna love it. Trust me. I can't wait to get your reaction to it when you when you get a chance to get it. Uh, oh yeah, because I definitely I, I need some different shit to stream, man. So like this is another thing I gotta get into my Nintendo love again because like that Tears of the Kingdom, all these different games coming out. It's like, yeah, sometimes you need to go back to your roots. I feel like I just need to be a Nintendo boy for a second yes. and just enjoy gaming, not. Checking in for mm-hmm. my live service subscription every day. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> hey, and that, and that shout out at Fortnite. That shout out at Overwatch. <laughs> but I only play those because my bandmates play them, and they make it fun. And, well, and my there partner plays Fortnite too. So there's a reason I suffer through those games, you know. <laughs> right, and I'm telling you now, Super Mario Wonder definitely, definitely is a cop. Uh, Mario oh, RPG definitely a as cop. As soon as you and, did, yeah, that was definitely. an instant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sonic Superstars definitely a cop for me. It's it's so many games coming out this winter and this this fall. It's crazy, dude. We're not gonna have time to even play Destiny like that. Honestly, <laughs> I was probably looking good. at it right now. It's like, probably good for the dopamine receptors, man. Ooh. Like we need something a little fresh <laughs> on the brain. I felt what Arkstorm was saying is like when he said, "Yeah, it's dry." It's like, right, yeah, it's man, you need, direct, we you need, need that. to be about it. We, like, we we need that fresh up on the brain, right? I will now. say though about the fishing. Like, yeah, talk about I definitely want to. We definitely a, gonna get into the destiny topic for sure. Oh yeah, it was funny. My guitar player made a joke. He's like, "Man, this is the best time to do it." Yeah, talk show while you're fishing in destiny. I'm like, good <laughs> idea. He's got the ideas. He Literally. is the, he is definitely an ideas man. So I'll give D credit on that one. Hey, you need him close, man. He's the brains in operations. <laughs> Oh, big fucking brains. That's like, awesome. I can tell you, I'm blessed to be playing music with the people I play music with. Right, absolutely. So I do want to ask you, man, you know, you 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 already said a lot of really great things as well already. So I do want to ask you, you know, growing up, you know, you 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 elaborate a little bit on it. You know, how was it, you know, you know, growing up, um the games and what happened the reason why you didn't get a chance to play destiny. I definitely want to know uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, that story. So, yeah, man, I, I, like I said, grew up in the suburbs and like Chicagoland suburbs, you know, about an hour down and uh pretty, pretty sick upbringing. Video games were always a thing in my life. Like my parents, um, like 
like real like real deep down like my mom like frequented the arcade machines my dad used to play old school pinball machines as a kid and it all enhanced you know as they got older it's like they didn't really use the lose the spark and slash they also understood that like and of course we had interests as kids but they were like they understood the value of video games how like you know entertainment and gaming like that is so much fun and even if it's something mm -hmm. super like like my dad uh he lives uh down south and he has a couple vintage machines like he has an arcade machine he mm -hmm. has like a pinball machine and he has like dudes that work on it so it's like we see the value in like games the people that maintain it it's like it's always kind of been like a uh, subconscious thing um so i played video games for a long time like i'm talking like i and i had a lot of different uh phases you know i was a halo 3 kid you know i cried mm -hmm. at the end of reach like everyone else did had my cod phase when first modern warfare came out that's the thing i think once we got to the second one I wasn't really feeling it because for me, one thing I've realized, um, too, because if I'm going to circle back with the Dreamcast connection I made earlier, the first shooter experience I ever had as a kid was my brother, the, the demon he was, just murdering me for hours in Unreal Tournament. Just, oh, man. Oh, yeah. He threw me to the <laughs> wolves, man. Because I think the controls were even inverted, like in everything. So for me, I was like, what? Mm -hmm. oh, my God. But I was so entranced by it. Even in, like, the art style and, like, gun design, it really captivated me because, like, being a nerd kid, because, you know, my, um, you know, we watched Star Wars a lot growing up, Big Lord of the Rings. Um, right, right. One thing I always tell people uh, is the reason I'm kind of the way I am is because my mom was a, was a pretty ornery uh, Italian broad who watched Class of the Titans while I was in the womb with her. She exposed me to that fucked up like claymation like demon stuff they would do that literally like if there's something you mm -hmm. want to do that'll make me pass out is seeing that it's like that kind of shit yeah. but it's like again it's like a lot of pivotal experiences around entertainment so i, I you know i had my big thing through junior high and uh, so once we got getting going into high school so i graduated eighth grade right mm -hmm. and i was one of those kids my man we got Guitar Hero. We were a Guitar Hero family. I'm talking my mom. No fucking joke, my man. Tell me so now. There was uh, this, this radio station called The Loop in Chicago. That was like the big rock radio station. And my mom, man, she played the hell out of it. And I will say it was a little heartbreaking, yeah. man, because after a while, you know, a couple of years as we got down the line, I think once we got to, uh, I think we got to the Metallica era. And uh, uh -huh. my mom has fibromyalgia. So unfortunately, by the time that kind of came around, the pain it was like one of those things where if she wanted to play that game for a long time, her hands wouldn't work for like a day and a half. And that was before oh, she man. was able to get on medications. And like, she's in a better state now. She got it more managed. And I mean, I'll give her credit, man. She's tough as nails. She's going to wake up every day and do shit. You know, that's how both my parents are with, with all issues considered. And uh, that's why I try to be the way I am. So, um, you know, Guitar Hero is a big thing. My mom goes to competitions that are held by this radio station. So my mom is up at a bar somewhere in, like, eastern Illinois with a bunch of dorks in, like, Metallica t-shirts. And, and, and they love it. <laughs> someone's goofy, loudmouth mom playing fucking Guitar Hero, dude. How are you not going to, like, be captivated by that experience? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, right, we all right. loved it. And, uh, and, then, and also, too... With that game, especially Guitar Hero 3, that was the biggest one because I got exposed to a lot of bands that I ended up, I still listen to to this day. Like, for instance, a huge important one, and I think um, I think a lot of alternative music fans will get it. And I think you you might even understand it because did you play Guitar Hero 3? Was that a game for you that I you played? I just play a little bit, yeah. Yeah, okay. I got to just play a little bit of it. Okay, so I'll 
Arkstone will probably know when you unlock those extra songs and you got to play FCMP remix by the band The Fall of Troy. Not yeah. only was your mind blown by that, but I I I've listened to The Fall of Troy to this day. I have friends that have opened up for Same that here. band. Like hearing Same a here. band like really? that, especially as, yes, I, I'm hey, again blessed to know a lot of very talented people in the game. Um, but so like hearing yeah. that kind of music, especially cause, uh, I, when I was getting into music, um, the way I describe it, my dad is like the Southern rock kind of metalhead, but he also likes like nerdy rock, like rush, like rush is our favorite band that like me and my dad have seen rush tons of times. Those mm-hmm. experiences have been pivotal in me, like, like really pushing myself. And my mom's more of the top 40 girl. She just knows a good pop tune. She likes a lot of different stuff. Like she'll listen to anything. But mm. like she knows she can hear a good pop tune, and that goes with like she she loved nineties rap and R and B. She loved seventies oh, yeah, punk and disco. You know what I mean? Like she anything. Yeah, my mom was my mom was third generation too. <laughs> so you, we were blessed that. with that eclectic taste, and uh, so yeah, you know, I was getting into like heavier music, but then you hear a band like that, and it's like wow, like this is heavy in That's such crazy. a different way. You get exposed to like such a. It was very cool to have a game expose me to music like that. Or, like, there was a song by the Endless mm-hmm. Paratic that was literally, like, a jazz fusion track. I'd never listened mm-hmm. to jazz fusion. Mm-hmm. Like, my parents were cool, but they weren't that cool. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, like, it was really cool to experience that. And then, um, so I'd play that, and I was getting more into music. I was just a music lover at that point. Like, I had my parents get me, you know, I was lucky. My mom got me the uh, All Hope is Gone, Slipknot CD. Slipknot's always been a big band for me. You know, classic. Can't go wrong with them. Especially from the Midwest, right, we gotta, right. gotta res- I gotta pay respect to my to my gods, you know. Um, and yeah, <laughs> so we get into like um, junior high, going to high school, and I'm playing the game, right? So after a while, I took a break from it. And I was playing other games, but then one day, because uh, in the branding, if you'll remember, Guitar Center is part of the branding when you like unlock guitars and, and uh, characters. So one time mm-hmm. we were going by the old mall uh, back where I grew up, and we saw a Guitar Center, and I'm like, oh, what the hell? Like this is from Guitar Hero, like, what the hell? Like, let's go check it out. And I go in there, mm-hmm. and man, like, if you've ever been in a guitar center, man, that's a candy shop. Just guitars on yeah, the wall. Yeah, a lot. Just basses, drum sets, you hear people playing, and you hear people talking about stuff, and then you hear guys just, like, random dudes with, like, their, uh, they'll have, like, their coveralls <laughs> from their, like, landscaping job, but they're just, like, shredding. Right, be out there. Ever seen <laughs> in the universe. And, uh, just such an amazing experience. So I go in there and, you know, they're cool about it. You know, I'm a kid. So like, I got to give props to how they train. And I even got trained the same way because I ended up working there at 18. Um, you know, mm-hmm. you got to have a good temperament with the kids. You know what I mean? Because they're already going to be a little rambunctious and annoying and everything. But you want to foster the creativity. You know, you want to be cool to them. Mm-hmm. So I remember very distinctly um, someone who ended up being my manager when I turned 18. Mm-hmm which is crazy. Bridget, love her to death. She came up to me like, Hey buddy, like what's going on, man? Are you trying to like try anything out? And I'm like, yeah, like guitars are cool. Like, yeah. So she did everything, man. She got the guitar off the wall for me, put the you know cord in the amp, you know, got it at a reasonable volume. So it didn't blow anyone's head off, you know? And, <laughs> yeah. uh, and she's just like, here's a pick buddy. Like do whatever you want. See if you like it. So I started doing like what I did because I would always replicate what the characters did and they would have that really mm-hmm. bad and cheesy, like tapping animation. And I also remember seeing the video because I got into Metallica more after hearing one in the game. A lot of these music and game memories are very linked to that video game, man. And I remember the tapping with the pick. So I tried to replicate that. And honestly, it sounded terrible. 
But what my mom was really captivated <laughs> by was that she was like, I couldn't even believe you played. She, it's like, I could hear notes, not every single time, not every single note, but you did make sound come out of that guitar. So once I had that experience, I was like, captivated more. I started like researching about like different guitar players and their histories and like all this different stuff. And then, mm -hmm. you know, that Christmas came up, I, I badgered them enough about it. My, uh, you know, my dad was a HVAC, you know, union guy. So he busted his ass, you know, taking some side jobs Let's here go. and there. And, you know, one day they took me in. And uh, a funny memory is the guy who sold me my guitar was this loudmouth fucking guitar tech named Aaron. Total, like, <laughs> in the game, we call him a cork sniffer because he's like, oh, only $5,000 amps and only $10,000 guitars and blah, 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 and all this stuff. And it's like, love him to death. He's a great player, but... <laughs> We would always tease each other about that because I'm on the opposite end where I'm like, you can make gear work, man. You don't need to spend $20,000 right. to make stuff sound good. Um, but he's the one who ended up selling it to me. He also sold me my second uh, guitar. I got the next two, uh, the next Christmas, saved up all my money to get an Ibanez, you know, a little shredder kind of guitar. Mm. And uh, I just went all in. So then once that happened, um, I started getting into like some more experimental kind of guitar players or like uh, when I listen to stuff like System of a Down, which is another big band, they're a very effect heavy band, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of different effects on guitars. So I realized, you know, man, I'm, and I even had a YouTube channel. I could show you it, man, with covers like and, and like all that. And I started getting into editing so I could like put the music over the stuff and like the levels, and everything like I was getting into a little bit of mm -hmm. bow production back in the day. But uh, I just got to an impasse where I realized, like, man, I want, like, cooler gear and stuff. And, you know, and then I looked up the 360. My poor 360 had been through so much two red rings of death. <laughs> the Halo 3 lobbies, dude. A lot of memories. And a lot of games. Facts, facts. But I had a buddy, Amir, uh, who I went to junior high with. And uh, we kept talking a little bit after junior high. And um, he was going to be moving back to Malaysia, where he originally came from. And he's like, mm. hey, man, like... Like, he was getting bigger into gaming, and so he bought all my shit. He bought all my stuff. He bought my Rock Band stuff. He bought my wow. games, all that. It was like it was like his Christmas present, basically, because his parents were, like, knew my parents, and they're like, oh, yeah, like, perfect. Like, you know, they made sure, like, the transaction doesn't need those. Yeah, well, because I was playing guitar so much, and they were so happy that, like, and they, of course, like, they were like, oh, you can still do both. I'm like, no, I'm, I, like, I, all I want to do is play guitar. I just want that. That's all I want. I'm a very one track mind kind of person. It's like my only disadvantage because I get hyper fixated mm -hmm. on stuff. But, you know, I'm getting older. I have a little more patience so that patience can get spread, you know, different places. There you go. And uh, yeah, man. And then from there, it's just like, God, then, then, then we got to go into the whole history of me just gigging, man. Because like I'm talking as, with two, within two years of me playing guitar, I was already starting bands. Already trying to start bands. I had my buddy who was That's second crazy. chair. Uh, second chair stand-up bass and we had the first okay. chair stand-up bass the first chair was on drums the second was on bass and then we hey. had I think what did, what, did, uh, what did he play I think he played oboe he played oboe and he played keyboards and then I played guitar so it's like you had a thrasher kid me you had like a classic rock drummer um, like a new metal like Linkin Park fanatic no like a funk bass player actually and then a keyboard player who sounds like Linkin Park it didn't work out, mm. but then from there, just the whole history yeah. of me gigging just goes on. And that's a, that, that literally could fill up four hours. So I, I'm going to let, I'm going to need you to let me, let you pace me out on this, <laughs> but that's kind of how it happened. 
I just got to, you know, get but into that's high school and it was all about music for me from then, man. I loved it. Hey, that's what I that's what I love to hear, man. It, that's awesome, man. It, and and for you to to start your career, you know, uh, really and you know, doing what you love, playing music, playing, you know, going to gigs and things like that. Like, listen, before uh, COVID um, really kind of took its toll, um, pre-COVID days, you know, I used to I used to have a band. Yeah, we would go out every Wednesday night. Uh, we were called the Raleigh Jazz Faction, and we used to do smooth jazz uh, tunes at, at this place called Emerge. It was a really nice spot in my city. Um, Beautiful. You know, every it was a hot spot. Like, it was like a bar, but it had a stage, a lounge area. Um, it was pretty smooth, man, and uh, people used to like to go there. You know, they would have different yeah. event nights. Um, open mics used to be on Wednesday nights, and um, uh, comedy nights was always Friday. And then, of course, you had okay. art. And then you had uh, the thing if if people wanted to get their music on the radio and stuff like that, they had those little uh, things that they were doing. Um, so, it, uh, yeah. It, like a hot, it was very amazing. much a hot spot, it sounds like. Yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely, man. It always was packed. It was always a crowd coming. Um, and all different types of musicians would come, you know, and, uh, you know, showcase what they got. And uh, we was one of them. We would go out there and mingle with all the other musicians and perform a piece. I would always perform a solo piece after, you know, my group uh, finish. I always perform my solo piece, get myself give, out there. Give, you Carlisle, know, just... give Carlisle his time, man. Give him his, his spot on the <laughs> mic, man. That's what I'm talking about, man. Hell listen, yeah. I'm telling you, yeah. Yeah, listen, I, uh, you know, I always kept the fans entertaining, entertained, man. Uh, it, it was fun. It was always fun. You know, people loved it. They used to get up and dance and just, they used to just give us applause like this right here, you know, every time. You know, it was it was amazing. I would be doing it too. Because, see, in my shows, everyone man. just beats each other's ass, so it's not like the same kind of vibe. <laughs> I want to get on that vibe. I want to get on that vibe this year. That's the goal, 100%. Oh, yeah, man, I'm telling you. It, it, it's a beautiful feeling, man, when you have to applaud people cheering for you, having a good time. Uh, you know, I was can make people just get up and dance. And that's the good, that's the beautiful thing, man. It feels so good um, doing that. I love, I love performing. I, I really love performing, man. Uh, you know, COVID has kind of set me down, but you know, I'm trying mm -hmm. to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get back out there again, you know, as a, as a, um, my guys, we went separate ways because <laughs> of work and stuff, you know, yeah, you know how it is life well, change. Especially after all this, man, none of us were prepared for all that crazy bullshit, man. No, man. And that's why that's yeah. why I think as much as we can exercise patience with people is the best. You know what I'm saying? Because everyone has been right. changed by this in some way. So, like, give them a second. Yes. You know, we're very, we're still pretty we need feral. We're, we're, we're only like, we're, we only have critical thought. Besides that, we're still pretty much feral animals. At exactly. Day, depending on our capacities and stuff. So, we got to, you know. Give people a breath a little bit, you know, it's very hard to adjust. I mean, Hey man, I was a chronic road dog, like going into COVID man. I had a lot of big plans. I just moved <laughs> up to, into the city. I just moved up in Chicago. I got a gig, uh, wow. like at a music shop, like a decent one that had like full e-commerce, like cool stuff. Uh, not real big fans of them nowadays, but that's a whole nother story. Um, but you right, know, right. And, and, and all things considered though, it, it really was kind of an on the paper thing. It, 
yay and nay. It's a little, you know, mm-hmm. it's work. So it's never, you know, it's never that cut and dry sometimes, you know, not that, I don't know. How Absolutely. I, I, that, that job definitely ended on not the great note, but I got laid off and then it was all, you know, I ha- I was thankful. I got that. I got those, uh, I don't, I don't say this, uh, I don't say this without it hurting my, my chest a little bit, but I got my Trump bucks for a while. I was living off the Trump bucks, mm. living comfortably, <laughs> thankfully, very thankful. Yeah, man, that. it was Trump's bucks, is it? <laughs> yeah, I hate to call them that. And then it was Biden bucks, and he, you know, everyone's not delivering to where they're supposed to. That's so whatever. <laughs> what you going to do? It's rough out here anyway, so. And, uh, exactly. And that, and I couldn't do nothing. I couldn't do a damn thing. I, I started my solo career during that time, which has been very much like a, Mm-hmm. Go as I will with it, kind of thing. I've definitely been more motivated now because, more or less, the last year has been just like a struggle with different job stuff. I, I'm, you know, entering back into the world yeah. basically, and it's just been a rough startup for me. You know, whether between the different jobs I had and stuff, and now that I'm in a more secure place now, you know, you see me. I, I think you could even see yourself with like the interaction we have. I've been more active lately just because I have the capacity to be so. I don't think it's responsible yep. to anybody. To overextend yourself and it's in good. a good place because that just either you're going to not have a great time or someone might not have a good time with you and they may not know what's going on with you. So they might take it personally and that's exactly. not when that happens. But you got to also extend that care to people if you want that care extended to you. It's hard because not everyone's perfect. But you have to. It's a mutual exchange. It's a hard one. Yeah. Yeah, it is, man. It definitely is tough, man, for, for sure. Yeah, man, that's amazing, man. Uh, definitely, I'd definitely love to hear it, man. We gotta do, we gotta do something. Uh, we gotta do something a little later on in the future where we where we just talk music, have different musicians on. I think that would be pretty cool. Oh, yeah, uh, hey, I, I'll, like I'll that. bring the boys on here if you want me to just bring the whole band on here. We oh, do yeah, all talk man. shop. because they would yeah, love it. Because De, uh, Deontay, so it's funny. Um, he's just my bass player was a D one player. We tried to get him back into D two. He couldn't do it. Cause he, he's too all over the place. He plays too many <laughs> games and he's a fighting game dude. So he's big on okay. smash. He always practices smash. And he's just getting big on street fighter. He's getting into ranked and shit. So that's like his grind with gaming. And then with D D is we're both, bread and we're, butter right there. Yeah. Me and D though, me and Deontay were chronically, we're chronically destiny two players. He just hit me up earlier. He's like, Hey, I'm leaving my navigator catalyst for you, baby. I got you. You know, like, like that's how tight we are. We're always looking up for that. And then we also tried to get our vocalist Lily into it. She couldn't do it. She she had like a stint with not gaming, but now it's kind of funny. We're all kind of like getting more sober collectively as a band a little bit. So we're all gaming mm-hmm. as a way to like, hey, something to take the edge off, something to have fun. You know what I'm saying? So we've been getting more into that. And it's a beautiful thing because I'm glad to have uh, healthy, self-aware bandmates because it's been a long time of not very much that. Shout out to all my bandmates. We literally had all the conversations. We're very um, self-aware. You know what I mean? And again, that's a beautiful thing. I'm, I'm very thankful to do music with people and to interact with people that try to have the healthiest mind state they can, even when they're going through really hard things. Because we all go through a lot of hard shit. It's hard to keep yourself level. So to have people that are self-aware and they're trying to improve even through the yes. bullshit, that's a lot of strength, my man. It's a lot of strength. Hey man, hopefully, uh, hopefully at the end, if you if you're down at the end of the at the end of the show, would you like to play something, a little something for, play, the, play for the fans something? watching? Well, let me yeah. let me do one quick test real quick. I don't even know if you could hear this. Can you hear this? Yeah, pretty good too. Okay, let let me 
in a little bit. I can do a little something. I just got to find a pick, and I need to tune that bad boy. But I got my pants down right now a little bit because, as you can tell, it's very much not. <laughs> I didn't really prepare as well as I could, so I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I got you on that one. <laughs> oh, but I would gladly yeah, man, that'd be nice. You know? Don't worry about that. I have yeah. no problem oh, with that. Oh, man. Yeah. Hey, you hear that, guys? It's going to be great, man. It's going to be – I told you it's going to be a classic show for sure. So uh, I definitely want to I definitely want to hit you with the uh, the last question before we get into all that good old Destiny stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely want to ask you, what is your top five games of all time to you? So top five games What's your you top said? fives if you had to pick them? Okay. Always a number top, never going to be dropped. Best design game, classic. Mm-hmm. You can play it any day of the week. You can play it on a plane. You can play it on a train. Your you can top play it fives. Number one of all time, Super Mario World. Bar none, you ain't going to touch it. It's always my favorite game. I can play it anywhere, anytime, and it, and it makes my heart just so happy. So many good memories, whether it's with my parents. Hell, there was a time uh, when I had our Super Nintendo mm-hmm. when I was living on my own before my brother took it back, which it was his, so he wanted it back, and I gave him back. But, dude, many hours. And I and I remember I watched YouTube videos to find out, like, you know, I was an adult, so I was invested. I wanted to know where all the secret stuff was. I wanted to do all the glitches, like, all that stuff. So very important to me. Uh, number two, uh, number two, I got to think on this a little bit because we're getting, things get mixed up because, oh, you know what? No, it's not that bad, actually. Skyrim, because that was a very cap- okay, okay gaming experience. I That was like also my first RPG kind of game because, again, like mm-hmm. I said, I didn't really appreciate RPGs. I like knew how good they were and why they were important. But once I played something like Skyrim, I'm like, oh, this is bridging the gap perfectly. And again, just getting so into the, the build crafting and, and the different ways you could play yes. and, and just all that. It was such a just enriching experience and some of the best writing in a video game, too. Yes, I, I, I loved all the more. I was invested in all of it. Like, incredible. Mm-hmm. So then number three, definitely going to have to say Halo 3 because it's just, man. Phenomenal. That was like a pivotal online gaming experience for me. So many friendships, mm-hmm. so many incredible matches. I remember my little goofy ass was getting to the point I was no scoping. And and that was huge for me to be <laughs> able to do that. And I'm not saying any trick shots or something, but man, the clips I got were the clips I got. And man, I wish I still had, like, I wish the servers were still up so I could find those clips because I know I could store them. I know they're on the hard drive, but again, that hard drive's far, far gone. Um, so that would be number three. Number four. Can't you believe that, uh, that what Halo pretty much started the teabagging? <laughs> Dude, but like, and you know Isn't what? that something? I'm going to tell you, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm very, um, there's an honor system for me with teabagging, man. There, there's a lot of intricacies to when teabagging is okay and when it isn't. Yeah, exactly. Ten, nine times out of ten, when I see it, if I could only hear the comms, that's really what it comes down to. If I could hear the comms, <laughs> then I would know who to root for. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, believe me, dude, if you're gonna if you're gonna get me from halfway across with your snapshot opening shot, fucking sniper, nice dog. <laughs> but if you're calling me slurs and then you strand whip all the way over there to teabag me, I, I originally I would have given you that. I would have given you that. But if you're not doing this with honor, you know what I'm saying. But if you start it, you're gonna exactly. get it twenty times worse and dude i used to be ignorant with that man i think i i have so many clips of teabagging 
from like custom and private matches. Oh my god, <laughs> so many good times. Oh, and I was a huge uh, RB yeah, and Chief fan. Easy. I don't know if y'all remember that, but I was a big RB and Chief guy from cinema days. Oh my god, I religiously watched. Oh, I love that because I loved Toy Story as a kid. So it was kind of like the yeah. teenage version of Toy Story for me, especially because yeah. all the humor was fucked up. So it, you know, it appealed to. Me. <laughs> um, so then number four, number four for games. Okay, number four, Metal Gear Solid Three. Metal Gear Solid. Okay. okay. Um, I love stealth in games. Perfect stealth game. Again, amazing lore, uh, captivating storytelling, incredible characters. Um, yeah, just perfect game. One hundred percent perfect game. Still holds up. You're gonna love that Master up. Collection edition that's coming out for the Switch. Believe me, my camera's not good enough quality, but you could have seen some drool coming out once you told me about that dog. Like, believe me, <laughs> I, I was very ready. Uh, and then number five. Hmm. I'm trying to think what number five would be because this, this is a little tough. I'm trying to think of my other games. Ooh, you know what? Okay, we're gonna switch one thing. Move. Everything. Should we give you a drum roll, please? Yes, because we're we're shifting the list. So two to five right here. But number one, number one is Jack and Dexter. Actually, I don't know why. I've, I, okay. I was having. I'm gonna be honest with you, my brother. I was having a bit of a stoner moment. 100. percent But Jack and Dexter, man. <laughs> Every oh, one yeah. of the games is perfect. I've owned every single one of them, including Jack X, Com- Jack X Combat Racing, which still holds up as an amazing racing game. Incredible yes. Incredible racing game. Uh, Jack yeah, and Dexter or uh, Ratchet and Clank? It's going to be Jack and Dexter because I'm just more captivated by that world, and I like more mm-hmm. of the classic um, platformer feel. I mean, I know they need to bring Jack it back. I, dude. They, if, they need to bring it back. That's the game that's going to make me buy a PS5. That's going to be the one. That's the game. That's the like, game right there. It would be no question. I wouldn't even, I would be like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll clear up some space on the credit card so that I can fill that space in the credit card and just <laughs> eat it. So I don't give a damn. I, that is a game that when I got my PS2 back in the day, it was kind of like my brother got it and then he gave it to me because he left for the military yeah. and he was in the military for about, I believe, seven years, if I'm remembering correctly. So he was gone for, mm-hmm. you know, he wasn't there for those high school times. But, you know, we, you know, we always checked in, you know, and, and it's nice too. Once uh, my brother kind of got back from active duty and was, uh, mm-hmm. once he moved a little more recently to Virginia, we really like reconnected a lot more, talked a lot more. Um, I was also just in a better place. So I was able to be more present and it's been a beautiful thing. My brother, uh, my brother, yeah, he, he's always a connection with this stuff because he just always looked out for me and uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm blessed to have him around. But so I got that PS2 and just... Jack and Daxter, man, like what a beautiful world, the humor, uh, just everything about it. Like I just, I, I remember yeah. exploring that world. Cause when you're a kid, I don't know when you're older, you, you, the scope of a game doesn't hit you as much sometimes, you know, cause you're, you're it kind doesn't. Of yeah, you're right. But being just on that beach, that first beach and just getting in every nook and cranny and getting into the top of the temples and, and launching yourself up in the air, finding mm-hmm. the first precursor Oracle, like, incredible experiences and then you get to the lava world and just how everything progresses to when i finally beat that game and i got to the end and you're just in this huge machine uh, and you have to like it, again exactly it's just herculean in scope to you mm-hmm. to where i will say even if i played it today i'd probably feel the same exact way if not just a little different because again the different perspective but uh True. yeah 100% Jack and Daxter had to be on the list. I, I can't believe I almost cheated them out of that. But but I think yeah. what it was, I had tunnel vision because of all the Mario talk. 
So I will give him that. I think it's that. <laughs> Not me one track mind. Man, you delirious with it. Yeah, 100%. 100%. <laughs> okay, man. That's a nice setup, though. That's 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 a nice dish right there. Solid titles indeed. I'm, I'm simple. I'm a simple man. I have simple needs. Yeah, yeah. I understand that. Way too, too good. <laughs> yeah. So I do want to ask you guys, you fellas. So... That's we right. all noticed um it's been it's been a rough time um when it comes to destiny right um so there's been a lot of things that's been happening of course we did get uh, especially uh uh what was it the what was it summer of games i think it was summer games so no it was the PlayStation showcase right mm-hmm. uh, of course we got the 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 whole life all trailer and everything like that. And everybody was like, Oh man, Cade and everything, which was cool. Cool. I, I love the, the little scenery of it. But right now, um, we are facing a decline in destiny. And this is something that I don't even think curse of Osiris even had this bad of a, a, a time right now. Um, right now, cause at least the curse of Osiris and Warmind DLCs, we already knew Forsaken was coming down the road and it was going to be fantastic. Um, but right now, people are feeling as though um, Bungie doesn't care about Destiny much anymore because of Marathon. It's gotten in the way. I've been hearing a lot of chatter um, throughout in the Destiny community. Uh, we've all been hearing it. Um, there's something that we all can't ignore, um, especially Ash Cross putting out his video. Um you know, just even down to even Bife, you know, and Miley Games being kind of frustrated with uh, just how the lore is going and certain things, the Book of the Availing being kind of redconned, um, which is very shocking. A lot of different things is happening. Uh, the fall of PvP, as we know it, um, there's a lot like of things baby. going on. Like and poor that, baby PvP. Yes, I know. Um, oh, it's man. a lot of things going on, and they—it's kind of like they're kind of—they're kind of silent, you know. <laughs> they're kind of silent. Then you have a, a, one of the uh, um, devs come out and started trying to kind of throw shade at Diablo um, because of uh, uh, enemy scaling and things like that, calling it lazy, which was a bad take on his part. Um, that's one of the things I do want to talk about. Um, when you saw that, uh, um, or what did you think about, did you think that was bad timing on his part? Um, Art, when it came to him calling it lazy, being that, well, we know what we know when it comes to destiny. What, what did you think about that? And what was your reaction when you, uh, heard that, uh, awful take? <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I heard it, when I actually saw it, I was actually kind of upset with the because it's not just about them. They did the same thing in Destiny. Everything when like day one stuff come out, they power scale, 
and to see them go attack a brand new game like Diablo mm. and have it happen, it just makes me like, are you care? Are you kidding me? These double standards. Because it's okay with you do it, but you're doing it to someone else. Like, I played Diablo when I was younger. I recently finally got on Diablo, and it's just been, like, are you really going to do that compared to what you guys mm. have done? And Man, it kind of really made sense, made me upset. It's like, you're oh, not going to do anything man. about the game. You you came you came with the left hook on that server one. Issues. Yeah, you're but right about that, man. Your game is uh, having trouble, Will, and people hey, can see it. I got it. You're going after What are you thinking, man? What you when, you, like when you heard you're still in control him of like come out here and uh, trying to, to throw shade, think. man? What was your but first that reaction to that? Shows you that you're worried about these other companies like, rather than worried about your own company that's falling apart. Oh no, it just it stinks. It just shows where their priorities are. Because, man, like first of all. Respect your fucking elders, dog, because Diablo has been around <laughs> since OG computers. And I'm not saying Bungie hasn't yeah. had their own history that we should respect in its own way. But, dude, <laughs> calm the fuck down. That's true. You need to relax 100%. Right. So it just, I don't know, man. It's like, I look at that and, I, and it's just so easy for me because I'm like, what if I said something like this about a band? Like, oh, their riffs are lazy. What the fuck? That's fucking... <laughs> Your own it's like that's it equates that easy for me. It's like it just stinks of insecurity. To me, that's yeah. lashing out because I'm sure Bungie is not having a good time with Sony. I think we were way too hopeful about the Sony deal because it's just it goes down like anything else, man. A company owning a company owning a company is just still more capitalist fucking mm-hmm. mumbo jumbo, man. It doesn't it right now, because another thing, uh kind of what a sidebar I want to make. I have when I got about like a year into Destiny too. I was like, mm-hmm. fucking man, I'm going to buy the OG stuff. It's just 60 bucks. Who gives a shit? I'll play it. I can still right. load up the old missions. That game has soul. I get excited about getting blue items. I mean, I was getting excited about blue items mm-hmm. back in the day, obviously. But just right. there's more hey. soul there <laughs> is where I log into Destiny, and it's like at least there is some engaging gameplay, and it can be fun, and there is right. a community to make it fun. But it's, 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 like, it's like a gameplay change from being Fortnite. But but even mm-hmm. Fortnite can feel rewarding. It doesn't even feel rewarding like Fortnite does. It's sitting in this limbo. Mm. Where it's like for you to get on somebody because also Diablo is just a fuller game. You 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 know what you're yes. doing when you get uh, Diablo to convince someone to play Destiny. Okay, try it out for three months for free, and then buy one expansion, and then wait until everything else is on sale, and then get everything else. Like that's a lot <laughs> of dedication for someone to get in the game. And the only reason I yeah. have a dedication for it. I'm gonna tell you straight up. I got in to this game the last season, like the last second to last season of Beyond Light. That's how recent I've played the game. Okay. And already, okay. I can't even play the. I played Forsaken and I can't even play it anymore. That's yeah. Incredible to me. It's the pompous attitude to get after people because of something like what level scaling. It's a fuck. It's an RPG, dude. Come on, you need to be a little bit more like. Um, you have to have a little more tact to what you're saying because it's just so pompous. Right. And also, dude, aren't these people you're probably in discords with? It just, it just really, it's very nice. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not assuming any relationships as much as I'm saying, like, dude. Right, right. It's so high school. I'm so mature. Yeah. And it's like you said, and like Ark said, 
worry about your own game, dude. Worry about your own company. Because if exactly. they've got the food on your neck, they've got, like, the boot up your ass, don't take it out on other people, man. Because that's your problem. Like, come on, man. Don't ride or die for your company. It's never a good idea to ride or die for your company, man. Because it's still just a company. Never do that. You're the labor. You're the art. You're the soul of it. Don't get, give that away to somebody else, man. <laughs> right. Right. Listen, man. <laughs> Yeah, I did not like that. The minute, the minute I heard him do that, I was looking like this. No. Are you serious right now? <laughs> I can't play it as good as a slap bass on a keyboard, but I can't play it as good as the slap bass like, keyboard. But... I was like, literally, <laughs> literally, wrong take. <laughs> yeah, dude. Instant go to jail. Like instant, bro. Literally, man. Like I gotta, I gotta, I gotta cook them for this one because at, at the end of the day, you can't, you can't sit around and bunch. You cannot have your 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 devs sit around and talk on another guy, another successful game. Now we get that you guys had the Activision and Blizzard. You know, you were in the Activision and it didn't go well. We understand all of that. Mm-hmm. We're past that. But for you to go and sit up and open your mouth and say something like that, the least that you could have did is say, hey, I think level scaling is a little bit lazy. Don't throw Diablo in there because you're specifically targeting them when you say that. And now the the budget, I think uh, I think the Blizzard president came out and said lazy, huh? That was shade because he already knows. Listen, look at your community right now. They're upset because what we haven't had, we haven't touched Gambit and since uh, Joker's Wild. That was a while ago. We My, we don't even it, have we don't even have we threw all of our PvP guys to for marathon. It me as a Gambit enjoyer. I am a Gambit enjoyer. I like Gambit and I don't me like too. it anymore because it, it as a vision, it's it's such a perfect concept. But they mm-hmm. fuck There's up. nothing there, so and they have so There's much not even position. Cool maps anymore. I never even got to play. No, the cool maps. they're gone. <laughs> I don't. I don't go in there no more. Hey, all I can say is, it's sad. I get a perfect Albruna and a perfect Desperado. Or not? No. What's the? No, 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 no. What's the? What's the? Uh, what's the void pulse from Gambit? Oh, it's so. Uh, good. The uh, not Night Watch. Why was I thinking that? Yeah, they're all no, gone. What is I uh, at this point, Gambit, we don't have to. I know exactly what you're talking about. The void pulse just... in the sniper. <laughs> Once they get perfect rolls, so, of those, my yes. friend said, "Play Gambit for your season." I got my Malfeasance Catalyst shout out. Bye. Can you just see me? I'm like game with the homie on a stream. And he slayed out so hard. Shout out, Maze. He got me the damn malfeasance, bro. What a king. That's what I'm talking about. Listen, bro, like, literally, uh, Lesson Learned says, uh, if Bungie would just spend the time to make the content, we have now replayable and fun throughout a balanced PvP meta incentive, incentive with loot rewarding long term this game would be would be going somewhere he said why why would i go buy a new game when 
Bungie doesn't even know how to make a game at the end of its life cycle balance and worth playing. <laughs> he said Bungie is the company of starting a project and never finishing them. And that is cold. That that's I mean, that's the red pill PSA, man. And 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 to think about it. It's it's the fact that the matter is he's right about what he's saying. And it's just like, okay, we're at the end of the saga, right? We should be at this should be Lightfall should have been. Uh, Avengers Infinity War Part 1 where we left off with oh man, this is crazy the witness here, look at I will even give you an example um, I don't know if you guys, if you're familiar with the Mass Effect series, love the oh, series love phenomenal characters, series. phenomenal story great and you you know how it was the build up from 1 all the way up to 3, we already knew the Reapers was coming this was this was and when they hit it here you felt the weight of it you felt you you knew you, we already knew all the answers we got all the the questions and answers throughout all of the 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 titles throughout absolutely and they they tied it up yeah of course the three options thing but it still hit really well because of everything else that led up to it the emotional the questions once we finally got to the reapers this is where it is. This is what's going on. Now we all got to band together to to have an Avengers in-game fight to to try to take back our worlds. This is something the witness should have been built up to the point where we know this guy is but not playing any games. We already know what the veil is. We already know all these different things. Okay, we know it's planned. We need to take action. This need to be an Avengers in-game. The space battle, yeah, it was a little bit cool, but it wasn't as in depth and theatrical. I could take the Mass Effect, and that was years ago. Look at that space battle when they went to Earth. Did you see that? That was crazy. Oh, yeah. We yeah. fighting the Reapers. Everybody's there. That's what we should have gotten when it came to Protect the Traveler. It should have been something super crazy. You know, and, and it, it turned into like a comedy show in a way. <laughs> you it know, really, through the really middle did. of it, it's like, wait a minute here. Yeah. Yeah. Mhm. Mm yeah, I don't I don't mean to defend uh That's not defending mm, defend them. That's speaking here, truth right there. But I was yeah. actually kind of <laughs> thinking about this uh with Lightfall's release and how things are going. I think what they did is that they added another expansion and the um late one, the Lightfall Very possible because was supposed that is usually to the best way to go with stuff. Like, I think Bungie could be better sometimes be, about hyping stuff, overwhelmed but I get what you're saying. All sometimes stuff just is worth keeping in the ball I until feel like Bungie kind of wanted you a little bit right. more money. Split it off one more year, and I'm I'm all for that. They could. The only thing they, though is the fact that yeah, they could Lightfall, also. We they needed could also them to kind of smooth that landing out, project in so that way at the end, okay, we're more prepped too. for. They could okay, be working on something that we don't coming, know about. That they're they the kind of fillers in though. to kind of finish. That's why they the whole used. year out, but. Mm -hmm. 
just think about just take the season of uh, the first season, right? The season of defiance. That season was botched. Why? We didn't know why the Shadow Legion was capturing everybody. They never gave us a definitive answer on why. We yeah, never because I we didn't know why they were doing what they were doing. Are they harvesting us? They doing. We never got that. We didn't. <laughs> like, we, we were just like, well, maybe they're doing something. We, like, we never it, it got blows why my they mind were doing that. I can look back now and say I was way more invested in Season of the Risen than that season. One million Absolutely. percent more invested. Because the story was better, and Psyops Battlegrounds kind of felt yeah. fun. It did. But then Defiance Battlegrounds, and then more Battlegrounds. And then <laughs> Deep Dive and Salvage basically being like, more they're like definitely more mechanic based and i do appreciate that please bungie give me some stuff i do to like appreciate my brain that. work like please let me exercise my brain a little bit i don't always want to just mm-hmm. be doing ads i do it's fun but that's not always what i like to play destiny i want to have like an experience yeah. i want to think i want to like overcome a challenge mm-hmm. you know and you know battlegrounds i'm not playing no more defiled battlegrounds i don't care if it gives me a fucking pinnacle man i would rather <laughs> stare at the wall I ain't never touching that again. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm okay with it. You know, well, hey, since I, I'm I a good dude on the storm, I'll help you with that run just so you can get it off your damn plate. Yeah, if you're that it close is. to the seal, you le- after all your suffering, you deserve the damn seal, bro. <laughs> you did. <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. You <laughs> you say I don't know if I want it. <laughs> no, I'm the same way. I only got to do two more battlegrounds, and hey, I'm bro, like, I, I get you it, know man. What? Do and I really that's want to the thing, man. It's on legend for the it's seal. It's one of those things. Like I said, I do appreciate I um, the, the deep dives. I do appreciate like, it. It was something mm, different the no, way they did it. Um, I do appreciate that. I like the underwater aspect. I think that was cool. I've always wanted something like that. I think it was cool. Something unique that they have. <laughs> I have to done. wait two weeks. And that's something that's great. You know, I'm all for that. You know, it's just the fact that yeah. the matter is the way that they're doing things right now. It's not it. looking yeah. good. You know, <laughs> it's just really not looking good. Um, Lesson Learn says, uh, he said, uh, it did not make us care. He said we needed to care emotional attachment because we were supposed to lose and feel like it. Um, it didn't feel like, yeah, it didn't feel like a lot. <laughs> it's like, okay, um, he went in the traveler. Hey, we're still alive, guys. You know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I agree. Really wrong. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, what were you saying, Ark? My bad. What were you and, saying? You didn't feel it. Like, <laughs> and and to... okay. <laughs> yeah, Amanda Amanda died, and it's just like um, it's it, you didn't feel it. It should have been an emotional way. Look at when when Kate died, right? We all felt that that hit us all. You know, it was like, oh man, we gonna we gonna take out them bears. Oh, gonna kill Amanda all them. died. So that that they, was that uh, was that was. Them- our mindset. We were so invested in that because Even Amanda's like, yo, death. like our man's is gone. We about to go out. We we going yeah. hunting right now. You know, we don't care. It, we have it to seemed the like you were stopping there, but you, you were felt cutting the emotional out. Weight of, felt like her death. Didn't even Amanda matter. Dying is like she's dead. Okay, 
you know, it's like, so what? Uh, oh man, you know, you didn't feel, you didn't feel that, that, that attachment. You know what I'm saying? Because they could have done a like you should have job of like building it up. Because the fact that it's just like she's the focus of the, of the new season, kind of, and it's because that's the one thing that's always weird. Season to season is like there's not like a natural flow between season of who's going to be the focus of the next one. It's just like okay, new season. Yeah. The main characters are now Anna and Rasputin. Okay, next season the, the main characters are uh you, you know what i'm saying it doesn't feel like right it's like okay cool these are the people i wasn't like oh yeah because this happened last season and this happened in this exactly you like there are moments like that but sometimes it's it's don't dig all the best stuff into deep lore pages with one guy, like yep. all the time like please give me like i like the style of um cinematics in the game but one thing that's really cool about playing old school destiny is that there's classic like more of those classic cutscenes where we're actually in there, we're mm -hmm. actually seeing our character, we're having conversations. That is what engages you more. The art style is cool. Mm -hmm. I like it as like the mode. Oh, here's what you see at the end. Here's like the debriefing. I like that. But when it's like what we right, most right. substance from, like even something as pivotal as like whether you're talking about the same fourteen and Osiris thing, or like all these different things, they don't hit the impact that they usually could because they're presented in like just it's it's not as high. They don't hit. As it should be. It just don't hit. And yeah. then you have lightful cutscenes that are just fucking kind of jokes, man. Like, are you serious, man? Friday <laughs> kid montages. <laughs> and also, let me just say too, as someone who is non-binary and very proudly about that, all the queer community stuff, I think it's weird mm. to hate on Nimbus super hard. But I think the character didn't have enough depth for people to not kind of just focus on the like goofy, like, like you know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's not. Right. I don't know. I'm not being too harsh on it, but it's like, for me, that's not like, I don't feel connected to that character at all. From my experience being like that kind of person. Yeah. I, I can't. He, he, he kind of felt kind of, he, he, he felt kind of like a boost. I, like I always keep saying, he, he feels kind of like a booster gold type of uh, uh, a Shazam character. You know how you know how Shazam it, yeah, it is. Yeah, it just very doesn't provide what we're looking for. And like, Again, can, exactly. Can, can exactly. be like nuanced to where like you could make the argument like, oh yeah, Nimbus felt the way they did about things because blah blah blah, and then they and, like I've heard the argument like, oh they like they get through it with humor, right? It's like that's a valid thing. Mm -hmm. But all I'm going to tell you is this: this is how I felt as soon as that motherfucker said Heidi Hole. Nope, there was a no for me, dog. <laughs> just just not going to be engaging with me. And then the other cool character who was like. You know, I wish I could have seen more interplay with them, you know, between... I, I love Rohan. Name. Can't even remember the other motherfucker's name. What is his name? Hey, Rohan. Rohan. I love that character. It was cool. I could have seen... He felt more in line with what was going on. And, and and with that, if we would have seen more interaction between these characters, we probably could have seen where, oh, Nimbus is, like, gaining more knowledge. Again, there's value to that kind of character, but if you don't give me anything to, like, get invested about, I can't really... I don't know. It's like, I just can't really, like, I can't relate yeah. to Yeah, he I died too fast. Simple as that. Like, yeah. And, uh, Rohan, and Rohan died, he died way too fast. Like, Rohan, he, we didn't get enough time with him. We didn't get enough time with him. Um, it's like, yo, this character Rohan. is actually really good to the, to the situation that's going on. And he could have taught Osiris a lot of stuff. He knows that he knew a lot of things. Um, and, Passing a mantle like that was a rushed opportunity, and I think that was something mm -hmm. that was like, mm, 
I wish they would have just let him, even if they would have let him, you know, uh, go up against the witness in final shape. You know, he helps us at the near the that end. That's huge. fine. At least we have more time with him to build his character up. You oh, know? Well, hey, shout out to him Still. for at least having a good mission. That exotic mission for the machine gun was actually a very yeah. good time. I like that a lot. I, I felt that oh, yeah, was I a that. moment where I felt like, oh, we're going back to the, you know, we're going back to the garden. Like, what the fuck is going on? Like, you know, I was invested. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Arky yeah. kind of cut out for me. Yeah. I didn't hear you. And that's the thing. That's the thing. The cool thing about Rohan, it, I said, I, I wish we they, we could explore more about the Neomuni, a little bit more um, in depth with them. We didn't yeah. really get it in game. We got some lore stuff, but we didn't get it in game. You know, oh, seeing, seeing like the characters he uh, come out and, and the different things, kinda, you know, that they could do with that planet. He's, uh, it, it was kind of like, well, we need to get to the point. We he need felt to get like to the Rohan point. there for a second. Um, especially like having Disobeying strand, our like, orders and, and following. Said, Wait a minute, we're guardian. We're paired. But we're he paired almost got us we killed. Light and dark. Though? Why couldn't we save Rohan with just the light? We didn't have to use strand. You know, it, it's it's like they, they tied that too hard into uh you know, the whole, the whole story. And, uh, I was like, that's kind of a missed opportunity because at the end of the day, it's like, uh, it's like, wait a minute. Well, we shouldn't have to rely on just strand. We have all these other powers. We have stasis. We have all these different things. We don't have to rely. Yes. It's an ultimate power. Absolutely. But you know, we, it relied way too much on the story, you know, I'm back. I did it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I would say the way the way they did it. Just think about it. The way that they did it and they implemented it, just like with Rohan dying. It's like, dang, um, we could have saved that for later or something like that. You know, the way that the way they, yeah, final shape him. Just uh, do like what, a final to clarify, shape. we had to use it. <laughs> they were they were suppressing our light. They were suppressing Arkan spaces. Those nodes around and those missions were suppressing it. So yeah, why so, that yeah. must be why we use Strand. Because we didn't have a choice. We couldn't access our light powers. Right. So, and the thing how about could it, we? And the thing about it, think about this, though. Like, um, with Neo Mooney, they, they've been around a long time since the, since the, the collapse, you know, with Maya Sunderash and all of them, all of that was built. Final shape him. Cool. It's like, okay, they do have, you know, security turrets here comes and things Nimbus like flying, that. Here like, comes Rohan flying. They don't have much soldiers. With, like, like, we have he, red jacks. They could have done this. Have, Took the you know, giant regular fleet of Earth. Everyone that's a hero. And he's just off, leading we got the guardians and everything like that. We got a Neptune, lot of stuff. And he's um, leading them, with, um, well, he's in the front with Nimbus. And they're just all flying in and going right stuff That could have been a good Earth scene. Save the Earth scene for later. How come they don't have an armada? They don't have some kind of. They just have the cloud striders. 
It's like, well, you know, you would think they would have more than that. You know, it's it's very interesting just seeing the city in its entirety. It's like, wait a minute. <laughs> Where's the rest of their defenses? They Where's know, the people? Where's the actual people, man? Like, the whole, like, in everyone uploaded to the... So, so lazy. I, I got to say, man, just so such lazy writing to do that. <laughs> I, I hate to say it, yeah. but I don't. Because yeah. it's like, dude, really? Because, like... Because as soon as I walked in there and I'm like, where are the people? There's literally nobody. There's no one cowering. There's no one to talk to. Like, it just feels empty again. It feels like another empty patrol space. Yeah, I wish it was kind of like the tower. They would have did, like, especially like the Hall of Heroes. They could have kind of had people in the Hall of Heroes. Just more so people. People just like, hey, what's going on? You know, type type deal. Like they do the tower. I know that there is. I know that. People there. You know, doing it's like, what bro, they do. even in a war zone, there are still people there. You know, it, it mm-hmm. makes like the gravity of what's going on just not feel as realistic as it should. Like, right. There's there's always going to be people be cowering and like, 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 there's no one even in the EDZ, man. There's no one in the Cosmodrome. Like, it's just, <laughs> it just everything feels too empty. Right. Like, right. I would have made it where right. I would have made it where Nia Muna would have been a launch of a new kind of the, the Hall of Heroes should have been like the tower. It would have been a new central hub that they would have added in the game um, where, yeah, you, yeah, people can go there, just like the tower. You, It's a directory base. You jump in there, boom, 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 and and here it is. Uh, they could have done something like that uh, where since it's a new city, you would think, yeah, hey, that's their kind of that's their kind of tower type deal. You know, yeah. where you go, you can do whatever. We got vendors here. We got all these different things. Um, here. Nope. Just, nope. A, just a big rooftop with Osiris yeah. being a big fucking baby and Quinn being a <laughs> yeah, not really sucking you in, unfortunately. <laughs> I hate yeah. to say it. <laughs> oh, please. Another throwaway character. And yes, then the please. flirting at the end, girl. What the fuck? Like, come on, man. <laughs> she was kind of flirting hard, though. Like, was it's, it's, it's some of the writing was giving like Discord fanfic kind of stuff, and like, and I mean that in the best way, like possible. Like, that's a, it just what, it's happened to Destiny. How, how do we become? How did we go from a rom? We go from all this hardcore doing all these different things to now we're rom com with Destiny. <laughs> for real and 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 i, and I yeah. think sometimes too when we All get into in more intricate stuff like, you know destiny is good also about being a diverse game from her job so when we talk about diverse absolutely. issues about people with different backgrounds it it like kind of takes the gravity out of it like yeah i feel that too like man. from my perspective yeah. like being like a queer person for instance like mm-hmm. yeah there are some good moments you know and like it's cool that there's a lot of canonical queer stuff but the queer energy, even when it gets put in, and it sucks because there's a huge queer presence in the Bungie office. I don't feel right. like that stuff comes through in like as much of a meaningful way as it could. Again, we've had moments like the, the Osiris Insane thing, and like you know, the, apparently there's a lot of lore between um, um, uh, Petra and Marsov and stuff like that. And it's and it's just like, but it's not handled with any like tact. It's very like, it's in here. It's in the lore. Like, that's cool. All right. Okay. But like, make me feel something about it. You know, I, and, and I have my own unique experience with queerness. But again, mm-hmm. it's like, 
you know, it's just, if it's not speaking to me, if it's not giving me any stakes, if it doesn't make me, because like, dude, everyone's going through shit all the time. It doesn't matter what your background right. is. So like, I want to be able to relate to it. I don't want it to, like you're saying, it, it feels like a rom-com. It feels very sanitized. <laughs> it feels very, let's make everyone smile. And I don't necessarily want to smile in a game like Destiny. I do when we get the dub and I get the gun I want, blah, blah, blah. But I I want those good feelings to be coupled with a sense of accomplishment and like overcoming something and learning something. I don't feel like I've learned as much from Destiny as I would like from a video game. And I'm not exactly. saying that video game has to be like this big, you know, self-help. Oh, my God, you're learning all these things. But it's so good. Like, simple things. You play a game like Jack and Daxter, mm -hmm. friendship and perseverance rules all. You play, um, you play Super Mario World. Again, you go on the long journey and you persevere and you make it. You um, right. Halo 3, if against all odds, with, with real, like, in-depth storytelling, you can conquer, like, monumentous beings. And that happens in Destiny. And, and I also am aware, too, that I haven't been through the whole gamut. I haven't been from day one Destiny. Mm -hmm. You know, so I, I, I sometimes can't always relate to the old two, um, like, the older players with it because I haven't been there for all those moments. But I can totally relate in the way that it really sucks when you love a game so much and it's not delivering you the kind of experience you want for the time you've invested. Because, hey, as, as long as I've played the game, there's also a time I was unemployed and played this game. So I put right, quite right, a few right, hours right. into it, okay? So, like, I've, you know, I, I'm kind of like, I always consider myself kind of like um, not, I wouldn't even say a blueberry, bro. I'd say I'm like a, like a strawberry because like, <laughs> I haven't played forever. But like, right. I don't know, I like playing Endgame. I want to do Master, I, I've done Master Dungeons, I've done Master Raids, I've done like the hard content. I've done mm -hmm. the Endgame and it feels vacuous. Right. I don't, it doesn't give me like, doing Raids and Dungeons is one thing. That is the thing that's keeping me in, man. Just being able mm -hmm. to get together with people and, and I love teaching people. I'm really big on teaching people the stuff I've learned. And it's just, it's just so much fun. But to like, okay, cool, it's done. Unless I got a whole bunch of time and I want to grind all weekend, I did one raid, man. I got to go to bed. It, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, I, I don't feel right. sucked in enough to, like, throw that many hours into it before. Because also, as we've all probably been there, I've played the mm -hmm. game in an unhealthy way. And I always tell people that when it comes to Destiny, the worst part about it is it's a, a classic example of the sunken cost fallacy. You have invested so much time into something. And this also doesn't degrade people's genuine feelings from putting that much time into something. Right. But it, it's a true thing. You've put so much time into something, it's so hard to even give the thought to quit. It's the, the or not, right. maybe not even quitting. You're giving yourself a break. It's so hard to break yourself of it because, again, you, mm -hmm. you put all this time into it and FOMO and all this stuff. And it's like, dude, your dopamine <laughs> receptors are fried, dog. Thanks. Fried. And you got to take care of yourself. And, like, thank God Destiny does their little, like, oh, mental health. And, like, and I'm not saying that I'm not dogging them for that. It's what they need to do as a company, and it's what's responsible mm -hmm. for them to do as a company. But I think the community as a whole needs to have a greater conversation about, like, man, like, these communities are strong. And I understand you all like one game, and I like this game, too. But mm -hmm. I, like, one of my favorite, actually, I'll tell you this, a perfect example of, of of just a small microcosm of that example, right? So I did a uh, King's Fall run, very fun mm -hmm. run. 
Um, in the, in the group is exactly the kind of group I want a bunch of fucking goofballs, a bunch of guys that know what they're doing. <laughs> they're not like checking you because you're using whatever super, but they're like, okay, right. we know everything. Let's get this. We're having fun. Right. So then if you ever see on my Xbox profile, my picture is like a picture of my OG, like very bad bleed build from Elden Ring, like comically bad. <laughs> and uh, he saw it. And he's like, what the fuck is this shit? This looks terrible, man. What the fuck? And I'm like, you want to duel right now? Dude, within minutes, we went off that raid and dueled for like a, like 20 minutes straight. <laughs> Made a buddy I still raid, raid with till now. And and there I think that's the thing is that I think Destiny players and players at large, gamers need to reclaim their joy from gaming and realize that you can carry this so joy too. to other games. That's why I'm so glad that a lot of the Destiny community is fucking with Diablo. Because it's it's still going to scratch that RPG itch. You don't have mm -hmm. time-gated and money-gated dungeons. You can play them as soon as you're good enough to play them. Mm -hmm. And, it, you know, it, it's like Grenader Jake, for instance. He had a huge thing where he's talking about, man, you know, I had my first like, stream, and it was really good. We had a lot of fun. And I'm like, yes, because Grenader yep. Jake is a cool guy. I, I would watch iFrostbolt play Warzone. That's how much mm -hmm. I like iFrostbolt's skill. You know, every one of these players has monumental skill in the games they play. And again, it goes to the sunken cost that they've spent a lot of time in the game and their feelings yep. about it are genuine. But I'm glad that we're seeing a lot of gamers, and not even just in the Destiny community, other games too, just exploring different stuff. And that's why streaming and all that stuff is so good because it's exposing people to different personalities mm -hmm. and different games. And whichever one takes more of the precedent for you, that's great because you're expanding your horizons. Like, I, it's a big thing. Like, I'm very thankful to my partner. My partner's big in the streaming world in terms of, like, just being in communities and, like, they want to get into streaming, but they've been very active in just different discords and chats, and it's very bi big and important to them. And, like, mm -hmm. just the stuff they've exposed me to. Like, it, it's, right. it's very enlightening and, and expands my rights. It makes me happy to, even in times when maybe I'm not, like, in the right mindset to always, oh, sometimes you just can't take a new content. Sometimes you just go, man, exactly. I'm tired. I need my, my good old, good old, whatever. But just having people around you and having a community that wants to expose you to different stuff is mm -hmm. so good for you because, you know, like you it, it's it. just like I said earlier, you can't ride or die for a company and you can't always ride or die for a game. And, and, and I'm exactly. not saying that to like take away anyone's feelings or how they feel about stuff, but dude, if it does not serve you, man, take a break. If it does not exactly. serve you, you got to leave. And that's coming from someone. I've spent the money on this game, and I'm still going to play it because I still have fun with it. Because the way mm. I play the game, for me, is an expression of my creativity. Whether it's how my character looks, how I want to do a, a dungeon, how I want to design, you know, how I design my play style, that keeps me invested. I have friends that make it enjoyable. And, and you know, I will say this. Ghost of the Deep, one of the best dungeons I've played hands down. Absolutely. Extremely I fun. I felt the stakes a lot more. And I'm just I'm definitely going to say this. To everyone who's bitching about that fucking health pool, get over it. You wanted right. a tanky crazy boss. You wanted a boss that moves around. And that's another problem with this community. You want things and you get mad as soon as you get them. Everyone kept mm -hmm. saying, why do we just bake Nezirak? He just stands there. Why, why is the health pool so bad on Nezirak? And now I understand how it's kind of weird to feel that in a dungeon compared to a raid. So there is that distinction. But, like, I had right, so much exactly. fun. I felt like there were stakes to, to the dungeon. Like, you know, Absolutely. I mean, Ron, like, I was super captivated mm -hmm. by Ron the first time I played it. I was on day one. You know, I, I was doing it. We almost made it. I didn't get my day one clear, but I grinded out with my bros, and it was so 
It was beautiful to be a part of a day one because I never got to do that. It was my first day one. I technically did Mm -hmm. a day one for duality, but that was my first day one raid. And that was just incredible because I couldn't do Val. First of all, the game wasn't stable. I was working and I just, (laughs) once I heard about all the symbols and shit, I'm like, no, bro, the same for me. I can't do this. I'm going to learn it down the road. Can't do it right now. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Facts. Because, dude, it was rough day one. Uh, yeah, it, man. It, it was, but that's why I was yeah. the big brain solar warlock with Phoenix Protocol. See, everyone forgets mm-hmm. Phoenix Protocol. If I just stand in a well and kill everything, I'm not going to die. So that's what I did. My Me and my beautiful little – what did I use? I was using, um, oh, what was I using? I feel so dumb. Like Definitely. I, uh, I, I uh, touched on that. Oh, Braun, I almost had it. It was uh, actually kind of one of the yep, first yeah, raids. old incandescent trusty man. I was scoping those idiots. God but damn planet encounter. The one no one could do their job on that. If they that did their job with I know how to do it, and I do planets every time. We would have had no problem doing it. Oh, my God. I spent... But day one, oh, that was was painful, man. And I had a good team. And my guitar player, Deontay, was a We had a good team. We, like, planned it. We even got up, dude, we got up early, and we ran, like, half of a VOG just to, like, practice. That's how dedicated these nerds were. I found them randomly through (laughs) Discords, and these nerds went to it, man. It was a beautiful experience. Hey. Hey, I, I definitely want to touch on something, though. I definitely want to touch so, on what you were saying um, about the, uh, especially like uh, first, like the first thing, like the the whole uh, the rom com thing and making the relationships and things feel more meaningful and strong, you know. Especially, uh, you know, I remember back in Destiny One where, uh, in the lore, uh, especially when you heard about uh, Aeris's fire team and one of those, which was one of the famous, I was uh, uh, the Ariana and uh, Waning type of relationship that they had. And the struggle and the impact of that, of how, you know, Waning got killed by Crota and, you know, they all set out revenge to go and see if they can take out Crota with her fire team. And, you know, Ares was, and Tolan was the only yeah, one that pretty much kind of survived even in um, that Hunter. whole thing. And Umar Agar, who we found out in uh, Shadowkeep. But um, just that whole, that whole thing, you felt the emotion. Um, behind those two, even though we never saw them in person, um, just the lore and the know why we're going down to do what we got to do when it comes to Crota, that was that was very impactful. Um, I would say one uh, another story that was really good was um, uh, especially with uh, uh, what was the season of the haunted, uh, especially with Zavala and his wife. That that was a really loved very, that very touching very, story. I, that was actually really man, good. If you talk shit on season of the haunted man, you you're eating your words right now because I know you want those guns, I know you want that <laughs> damn activity again, and I know you want actual story missions that you could do every week. I like what it. happened to what happened to being able to do the fucking story mission, the weekly missions again. It's like the week's like gone, that. you can't play it again. I love right. it because because there and also there was a reason to do it because you had to do it with a certain subclasses to get yep. certain bonuses like. 
again, I don't know what happened after Season of the Haunted. I really feel like I Season of the Haunted. Happened. I don't know. Because in Season of the Seraph really set my expectations super high, and then just Lightfall, I just... It failed. Yeah. <laughs> and it's tough, because that first mission, you really feel captivated. Like, you know, hey. I, I always say this about Bungie. And I've realized with Destiny, I don't know why they always do this. They make something so good, and then they have to put one mid thing in it. They, it's like essential <laughs> that they have to put one mid encounter into something. Whether so it's um, like, okay, let's think about I'm trying to think about it. Like, um, okay, the, the running section in Ron, terrible. Um, yes. Oh, well, what else? Um, trying to think of the strikes. There's so many strikes that have, like, really bad parts <laughs> in them. Uh, Lake of Shadows obviously got ruined. Um Mm-hmm. It's just like all this stuff. It's like I don't understand the reducing the content. light blade was very like, long, dude. And then the walking section and that. Not that I mean, it's easy to mm-hmm. figure out, okay. But this is just me as a gamer. Stop slowing me down. Right. It's a lazy mechanic to just slow people down in a game. Is lazy. <laughs> it just is stupid. It just right, I, I right. don't want to do that. If I'm getting slowed down, I want it to be momentary and because of something happening, like. Like, um, okay, getting suppressed during a grenade uh, or something. Yeah, getting suppressed during run. While that sucks, I guess it makes sense. There's something happening. The boss is doing something to me. There's a reason why I can't use my grenade for a second. You know what I mean? That other stuff, it just, it's lazy, man. Like, it doesn't Mm -hmm. enthrall me as a gamer. And what's funny about all this, too, I I didn't even reveal this to all. You want to know the reason I started playing Destiny? You want to know the real reason? Because Halo Infinite was so fucking bad. And it was on Game Pass. And then it wasn't on Game Pass because Microsoft dropped their ass, so I had to buy everything. So I'm, I'm locked into this game, man. And and if it and if all I'm saying is this, if it does to me what Halo Infinite did to me, that's going to hurt. Because the Halo Infinite thing hurt me bad. And I was invested. I couldn't play with my boys co-op day one. Fuck that shit, dude. Fuck that yeah. shit. That is not it, it, what a gaming experience makes. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're they're it's not living up to what Destiny right now even their story is not living up to the the cuz you we all remember if you played Destiny 1 you know how serious the story was and the mm-hmm. more they paid attention to so much what is it? um when it came to the story I feel like um in Destiny 2 they've kind of lightened up even back even vanilla when Gaul came that was serious. That was like, oh, you felt, oh, yeah, we lost. Like, literally, we lost. We're the up. We have to we rebuild. Lost. Yeah. That, we felt that. We felt that, oh, what are we going to do? We're, the Red Legion is out here. We didn't lost the tower. We're all scattered. We're all trying to fend for ourselves right now. What are we going to do? We lost the light. All of that. Like, you felt the emotional tact. That's the way that the witness should have came through. The witness should have came through and was just doing what he do, what he's supposed to have done best. Um, like I said, it, it we've gotten too much laughs out of yeah. it. I, I, I feel, yeah. I feel like sometimes they're kind of trying to uh, get that Cade experience back again, and they can't find it again because Cade is gone. You know, and they, they're trying to get some character to, to kind of replace that. Cade worked man, because of who he was, you know, as and a character. Dude, I don't know how the logic is going to ma- I I really, dude, they need to sell that Cade coming back. Because, dude, this is such a They're huge have to sell risk. That. That like, is. Dude, don't, you better not make it lazy, man. 
Because Please, I, no. I, when Cade tells me why this happened, first of all, it better not just happen in one fucking cutscene. He just tells me shit. I want the whole <laughs> expansion to actually, like, Cade's not telling me, like, why isn't he telling me? You know what I mean? I want to feel, like, manic right. and, like, scared for, like, the fact that we have to go through such a journey to even understand why Cade is able to even tell us. The fact that he's even there, when I saw it, like, when I saw it, I'm like, I was really, like, huh? I was like happy to what? see him, and I'm like, and of course I'm happy that the voice actor is getting that paycheck again because he's very talented. Exactly, facts. But like, what other thing? Shout out to the lady who's doing Zebu Arath. She's doing a fucking amazing job, and they need and they need to do That's her... Ashley Williams, baby from Mass yes, Effect. Yes, thank you, dude. Give and she better have a good yeah. fucking arc to do her lines for, man. Because like, facts. Her in Ghost of the Deep for the collectibles, amazing. That is already she's doing great work. But that is just some top tier game moment shit. Yeah. That's that's to me. She had her Clovis Bray and the Deep Stone with the music playing moment through the collective. Yes. That kind of level yes. of stakes and like investment. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Shouts out to her, man. She's doing incredible. Everyone's man, doing great. I love All her, the voice man. actors are amazing, but she really is standing out as like the perfect voice for that character. Absolutely. She's killing it, man. I was just like, yo, like she still got it, you know, and it's it's one uh-huh. of those things. It's like I want her, I want her send off to be oh fantastic. Yes, you know, my mind right now is fight her, man. I want to feel some stakes. I want to feel scared about fighting her when the day comes, mm-hmm. man. Like, I know we better lose something. <laughs> that's another thing too, man. I don't know when I sometimes like I look at Destiny bosses, and, and you know what I think about more and more that, that I think. um that maybe Destiny could take a note from a game like fucking Diablo, but I also think about a game like Devil May Cry, where the bosses are huge in scale, but they're chaotic. Yes. Like, I, I like yes, I, like I like the idea of having to get to mechanics to get to a damage phase, but I want a boss to, like, scare the shit. That's why Ghost of the Deep is so good, because the boss is on your ass while you're doing mechanics. The, bo- the boss in the end of the Bro. game is sending... Like seven moth at you. You literally need to call moth out in the yeah. last encounter, or you crazy. Die. And that's great. Literally, Nezarek uh, kind of did that, but like it was through an annoying Desiree mechanic crazy, where you though. get juggled in the air a little bit. You know what I mean? Which, by the way, as a professional yeah. gaze taker for that encounter, like important, very important. It is I don't important. Like absolutely, getting bopped around, and and when people are yelling at me, being like, "Why aren't you shooting the shoulders?" I'm like, "Bro, I'm getting knocked up too." But yeah. you know, classic buffoon. I'd be scared when he char- when he charges at you. Well, he's so fast that it's like, dude, bro, his little chicken legs, like, bro. His <laughs> yeah, I'm like, bro. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. Yes. He kept on. He was ruthless, bro. Oh, yeah. (laughs) He is ruthless. Oh, my goodness, bro. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Carly, you're... Yeah. 
he killed us that, all. Like he literally. Yeah, that's that's like because I've seen it happen where like he got ricochets off, but you're saying everyone got off. Oh no, he got all of us. We first first day, fuck? I went took him through the raid because I had some free time and I wanted to teach him a little bit. Yo, like, it was crazy and when that happened, fam. Like, it was like, yo, I can't believe this actually happened. You saw how many times like, that, that we ended up having him and then that uh, uh, Ghost of the Deep. Yes. Oh Ghost of the Deep and the um the, the first boss. He is fast. It's like, this dude is quick. The minute you get to the damage phase, this dude is already popping his super. He puts a shield up immediately and literally plays like a total void titan. Immediately puts that up, throws grenades over it. Total void titan behavior. And I love it. See, that's another thing, too. Mm hmm. I'm coming. I have to my Synthoseps on, dude. I got a different ornament, but I got my Synthoseps on, dog. Oh my god, bro! But amazing that, boss encounter. But I love the cra- stakes I love are crazy. There. The danger. I is love there. crazy bosses. Yeah, yeah. And I'm telling you right now, bro. The witness better be something magnanimous. He better be uh, the craziest boss we've ever fought in Destiny. To send him off, where we he has got to be to the point where he is literally tough to fight. He he can't he be, be any just I'm just standing still and that's it. No, he's got to be crazy. If I can do a real like predictions here, I like definitely am thinking that we're gonna have some similarities to the Atrax like encounter where we're gonna have to find like, the right witness. You came up, in the, you in the fucked up, you stole mm. my witness is an amalgamation of an entire race of people. So that is there's true, definitely yes. going to be some shape shifting, jumping around the map. I want the witness. I want the witness to kind of like how Rolk was when you first fight Rolk. You're intimidated because he's yeah. walking fast. He's getting in your face. He's going to kick you, dude. The witness shadow. I, I should feel like with the witness that it's like like 15 different people with mask of Vakaris just fucking shifting and shifting yes. all over me, bro. I should like my ankles should be broken. By the witness. I should not be just standing still with my shoes fully tied. I need to be on the ground, shoes off, socks, like, off. Everything. Like, done. I want him to do some crazy thing where, like, he snatches one of your team members, right? And you got to face off against one of his phases. And you got to survive it Dude. before, like... There's like a some kind of timer or something. You have to kinda survive like the it orcs, before. Kind of like the orcs yeah, bubble thing. Before, like, like your guys can person. pull you out. Yeah, your guys have to pull you out. You can't you can't go anywhere <laughs> until they pull you out. You know, yeah. like you got to stall the witness. Somebody's got to be a staller. I remember so you know, uh I we're talking about all these like different guesses. I remember so much uh my brother like his big theory going into Root of Nightmares was he was thinking my brother was thinking that we were going to fight like a strand entity. Like we were going to fight like a huge strand spider who just like and then while Nezarak was super cool, it, mm-hmm. like, it did hit the mark, but now that we've done enough runs of it, it's like, it doesn't hold up. Like, I don't know. I still like fighting Keitel in Duality. I still like Me fighting. Um, I still love doing, I mean, we never really do Riven legit. Anyway, no one does. No one's done that. Nobody does it legit out. no more. But like. People forgot how to do it legit. True king right here doing Riven legit. True king right here. Crazy. 
<laughs> I mean, hey, whoever keeps the fucking traditional lives great. But I'm saying, like, I still enjoy some of those bosses. Mm-hmm. And I just want my shotgun, man. That's how I feel about it. I don't, I don't like feeling that way about stuff in that game. I like being like, yeah, we're going to do a King's Fall right. run. King's Fall is fun. We're going to do a Vogue run. Vogue is yes. fun. Now I'm like, dude, I don't want to do the first two encounters in Root. I just and don't I care just want to get it. to it. <laughs> I just want planets is still fun and and Nezrek is still fun, but fuck yes. that walking section. The first encounter is it's a first it's whatever. encounter. I don't know. The first encounter yeah. is good, but it's just like now that it's so easy to steamroll through it. It's like that's the thing. Yeah, it's too easy to steamroll it. You're losing me, man. And and that's where me like, either. I just did it. It mm-hmm. sucks so much because I love I when more her. casual people get into the game because it's good for the health of the game. But not when you cater to them so heavily that you're altering the no, right. no like, That's why I like King's Fall, because King's Fall it puts you to the test throughout the entire the entire thing. You're to the test. How good at you are, how good are you at doing this, that, and the third? You know? Mm-hmm. Throughout the entire thing. We're fighting most of the Because everyone bosses. has to get involved in some way at some point with some kind of mechanic. Yeah. Like you have to. Mm-hmm. What is up nowadays with not giving us uh, at least three or four bosses like we used to get back in the day? Like, I mean, look at Kingsfall, look at Rav. We got like two or three bosses. We don't now. We only get old, oh, maybe two, and that's it. I'm like, what's going on here, man? It's it's like, um, you know, I get back in the day when we had Shadow Keep, where you know the money was kind of low, and you know you could they could only do so much at the time. But now they got Sony Bucks. They can amp this thing up to be, you know, something crazy. Like, like I was explaining too. I said, uh, like, so what, even with Nesrek, now be honest, uh, Will, when you first, when we first found out there was going to be Nesrek, there was going to be the boss of Rudy Knight, where so you finally seen him for the first time. Where did he, uh, was he what you expected him to be? Or you was thinking he would have looked a little bit more epic, especially doing, being that we got Roke in the way he looks, um, did you think that Nezrek was supposed to be kind of just like super epic looking or just like, oh, I'm fine with that? Like, what did you, so, you think of him? For me, when I saw it, I, as someone who like, you know, I'm I'm a void walker through and through dog, you know, like, that's that's my main. That's what I always gravitate towards. It's still the strongest shit in the game. Um, mm-hmm. And just for me, since there's so much lore built up into it, I was like, I don't know. It was like it hit me when he came out, and it was a really good entrance, and the stakes <laughs> were there. But then when I got to absorb the character design, me and my guys were really like, what the f- fuck is this goofy motherfucker what the fuck <laughs> they're like oh they squished Rolk. they just like took his image and just like what the fuck are we fighting right now like, <laughs> it was so goofy and and you know it's made for a lot of jokes since you know everyone's seen the the Nezarek dancing like video and shit like it's all good fun and shit but it's like immediately no uh no stakes like i don't yeah, i will that, say it was like the only thing that revitalized it for me is I saw a video of uh, someone uploaded the Japanese dub. Now that, now that kind of, because it just it added those, like, that anime feel to it. And it was like, yeah, dude, you're, you're getting me amped up a little bit more. Like, voice actors going the hell in. <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah, that man, was... when I first saw him, I was like, um, I was like, okay, uh, 
All right, you know, it, I felt more like they threatened by the second the boss myself. Right. I felt more threatened by the second boss because, because I don't know, I like the idea of like a huge, like gargantuan boss, like the the, mm-hmm. the fat warmonger kind of vibe. It's kind of what I got yeah. off of him. And even with him being a standstill boss, like at least we were getting burned alive. At least there was some kind mm-hmm. of reason. Was, you know, again, we need more reasoning. We need more. Um, we need more purpose beside, behind why decisions are made the way they are. It doesn't I don't mm-hmm. feel the purpose. No, you are you are right about this. I guess more in the damage phase, but you're right. During like the actual fight, no, he's, he's pretty active actually. That that, that is where I miss. Yeah, he is right pretty active. <laughs> he is doing the most. I was like, oh my god, bro, why you keep on messing with me? Mm. I don't. I don't <laughs> think that. Planet boss, still. I thought he. I could not tell me how many runs <laughs> like recently that I ran route. I'll tell you, man. Just, it's, it's crazy. The top man. side, you know, yeah, have to it's, go it's just from something the top else, right. Man, uh, all but the overall, way down to you know, the bottom I think, um, right. When and it go comes from the to bottom right up. Destiny right now, we're because not in a good go spot. From um, the top side, you know, with the game, a lot of people are right upset. there and shoving you against you know the wall. Um, either not they're have, going to have to, to figure out how they can turn it around. Or you're going to have to have strength. Of course, we know that they're going to next season. Of course, they're going to bring a raid. People going to jump in to do that. We know that. You know, we we know how this works. Yeah, I don't know if it's quotas in a raft. We don't know, but um, whatever it is, they're going to people going to jump back in and be like, oh man. Tell you. Let's go knock this new this, many, this, this raid out. Let's have a good for time for a while, and then and you know, I cannot tell you back. how many. We all know how to community to use. To you know, we love this game, regardless. At this point, it's a meme in this. Oh, great idea. Stuff. It's a meme. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Fire Stars, I think it is. Crown of Sorrow, yeah. That'd be dope. Mm-hmm. I got a, I got a raid idea that's gonna really. I love Nito Worlds. Yeah, like a really good. If they're gonna do a, a reprise raid, they should make it as a multiple. I have a really good idea. The, the ones that were the raid layers from Lothiathan, the Lothiathan, Scrota, uh, Spire, 
Um, mm-hmm. not Inspire the Watcher. Yeah, I see that. I see that. Plus, it would, it would make a lot of people happy to have that content uh, back. They merged like, that much content back. Yeah, Spire Stars. They merged yeah. all of those together, and it just mm-hmm. goes right through the ship. They added so you would. start with Callus, and you just keep going out through the ship. They just expand Callus' ship, expand Callus' ship, where we already knew where we started. They all kind of started in the same area. Mm-hmm. So all you do is you just hit all of them, and each time you clear it, it's like it's a bigger area. True, true. And that way they can bring. And back, also, it kind of it, that yeah, also kind of a lot of people have been them, asking about like a horde like slash a like boss challenge mode where it's like we and you have fight, the like, experience. Boss kind of plays with that idea of, of having right all the raids in one, boom, boom, and you like, increase difficulty, it, which I like and you can change the mechanics. So as you beat one boss, you teleport. I love blowing up bosses, and some of those boss fights are some of the best fights of the game. And like you said, experience them back to back would be incredible. Yeah, I would. And people I would agree play that y'all. nonstop. I definitely agree with y'all, man. Because just the it experience w- all because they wouldn't bring back the raid layers. They, I don't think they would bring back uh, Crown of Star because <laughs> those were raid layers. So if they were going to bring it back, it would make sense to bring them all back and taper to them. Yeah, the stakes. Like we already man. got the stakes. boss fight. You already we need the stakes. There, we, we, we the definitely need the pyramid. Yeah, you just do it I to mean, the next. You guys are spot box. on for that, uh, for sure. They're all kind of in the same uh, spot. With all that, but yeah, man, it's um, it's it's definitely uh something that uh, we definitely they're gonna have to they're gonna have to uh, do because right now we're in a bad state. But uh, let's, I I can't wait to see what they respond with you know and uh, uh, the community. They're gonna have to respond. Eventually, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. this is the, this is a problem, and especially for the PVP, it's a, it's a it's bad right now. <laughs> Man, <laughs> it's bad I, for them I right tell now. you, so, I was spoiled uh, yeah, with that 30th anniversary meta. It would be about. something, and I miss it every day. It would be actually kind of nonstop, like so you much. Could have the impact. It felt good. I felt I didn't like, feel like not that like I felt like oh, there's a reason I'm getting my ass whooped because someone is better than me. Not oh. Their melee is um, ricocheting to me. It's it's rubber banding yeah. to me while the connection's bad, while someone's cheating, while someone's net limiting. Like, like bro, if I wanted to do that, I'd just play Call. Yep. I'd play Warzone, and that game runs better than fucking Destiny. Yeah, literally, so. that's a fact. Imagine I, you just I, play I, that, man. But now I got my builds. I I, I I unfortunately play into the meta a little bit, you know. I gotta do what I gotta do, man. I just want my damn you got to, I just man. want a good dark decider, man. If they can make it so damn hard to get a good one of that damn stupid auto rifle, that copium auto rifle, my life would you be know how hard, I go. here we go. Exactly. That's how it goes. <laughs> I can't show, believe that my guitar sure. player said that. I talked about the dark decider. He's like, That's a copium rifle, dude. Why do you even care? I'm like, Yeah, yeah. Girl, what the fuck? Give me a break. It's kind of right though. Listen, I I always run my I'm I'm a double primary type of guy when it comes to crucible. I've won uh I've won trials and I've done all that kind of stuff with that. I always run my travelers chosen and uh my yes. uh, third axiom. Yes, you know, sir. I love a good travelers chosen enjoyer, man. I got that one fairly recently, and it's the first mm-hmm. time that kind of actually funny enough revitalized my love for the game because it's like. Once you get that catalyst, it's like okay, I can literally use this. In yeah, activity bro, it's, and it's, it's perfect. Crazy good. That catalyst yeah, I, makes it feel even better. 
I'm such a sweat now, man. Like I, uh, I've been big on uh, Blink Hunter. Big, big, been mm-hmm. big on Blink, Blink Hunter. I'm usually, uh, and I'm a Blink Warlock too. It it depends on what I'm using. I'm always going to go deep mm-hmm. into the movement tech with whatever I'm using. But you know, Facts. classic Blink Hunter with my Reese Walker, my beautiful Reese Walker. I love so much. Oh my goodness. Oh man, the the, the ankles I break, man. I I feel kind of like a lunatic. I, I've been getting. I almost have just been excited about streaming the game again, just because of that. Like that's the thing that keeps me in. I find a new way to play the game that tests my skills and develops my skills. And when I can see mm-hmm. a marketable difference in my gameplay, that's rewarding to me. Because there's a lot of times, man, your boy's out here playing solo. I'm out here in the LFG fucking wastelands. I'm fending for myself. And I got friends I play with, but everyone's busy, you know. Not everyone's on the same schedule as me. And sometimes people don't want to play as late as me, which is probably for the betterment of their health. But, uh, yeah, man, <laughs> out, out here in the wastelands, dude, it's 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 rough out here. But uh, I still, you gotta do I your still thing, try to get man. my trials rounds in. I try to get my, my Iron Banner in. I do my comp. I will say comp has, I don't know. It's uh, when I feel more rewarded by the Overwatch comp experience than this one, that should say a lot because that's a fucking grind and a half. That's that's soul crushing. The Destiny one, it's just like the reason I'm doing better is because I'm kind of playing boring and meta. And I, I, I mm-hmm. wish and I understand that meta is an established thing. You know, it changes between games. It's always going to change. But if there's one thing that would make the game better is if there, well, I don't know. I think it also comes down to the player base. Like in a perfect world, everyone would be able to be good enough to play any meta they want. Right. You know, but that's not necessarily Mm -hmm. realistic and it's not necessarily going to fix anything. But when a meta is oppressive and you have a PVE that's repetitive, what are we doing here? What kind exactly. of circle jerking? For lack of a better way to put it, what kind of circle jerking? A little bit. Hey, what we doing out here? It's a shame, man. I, I love my Crucible, and I'm glad Meltdown's been nice. Never got to play Meltdown, so it's been nice playing Meltdown. But, but you know, if I say it to a veteran player, that's not really going to do much for them because they're like, oh, yeah, I used to be able to play, and now I can. Wow, whoopee for fucking me. Like, And that's not a good <laughs> feeling, and I feel for, old, for older players on that because – you know, I make my jokes about old heads and shit, and I, I never think it's mm-hmm. good to take yourself so seriously that you're, like, being a shithead to people. I don't respect that at all. But are the frustrations reasonable? Is there a reason why some people get a little sweaty and mad about the game? 100%. Those feelings are very valid. They're very real. They come from a real fucking place. Yeah. I can't deny that. Can I defend myself if I'm getting shit talk on? Yes. But can I understand where a dude's coming from if he's a little frustrated? 100%. Yeah. Yeah, I understand it. Yeah, I definitely understand, man. It's just crazy. It's crazy out here, like, for real. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I always tell people, try to enjoy it, man. Try to enjoy it. Enjoy your time, man, and destiny as much as you can. Play other things. Please. You know, definitely play other things. Have a good time. You know, stress yourself out, you know, what's going on. We all know what's going on, you know. Uh, they're gonna. It's gonna be up to them to be able to fix this and help build the game, especially and pull uh, Lightfall to the standard because we're still in the year of Lightfall. So um, if they're able to pull it together in the next couple of seasons, we'll see. Um, but right now, is we're not looking good, and other people playing stuff like Diablo, waiting for these other games to come out. You know, don't stress it too much, guys. You know, just 
just hold on, play other games, man, and come back to it when you want, when you feel like coming back to it. I know it's addictive, but there's so much out here right now. Play something good and, you know, have a good time. That's what you want to do. And try something um, but, uh, different. Yeah. As someone who has, like, multiple hobbies, man, like, get into other shit. Get into other art, man. There's a whole world that you are totally yes. deserving of being a part of. And whether that's you wanting to make paintings or do music or just do another type of entertainment, play like, I don't know, whatever it is, you are deserving to be a part of all facets of the world. Even if something is like a comfort thing for you, don't let your comfort like hold you back. You know what I mean? Like go against the grain Mm -hmm. a little bit, go with the discomfort and usually the results are good. And this is coming from someone who's gone through a lot of discomfort, my man, but uh, it's made me better for it. You know, I'm thankful for it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree. I agree. But so we finally made it to the end of the show. So, um, you know, I know you were saying you want to play something, a little something to close us out. Let me see what I can do. You know, Let me see what I can get together for you. Also, too, uh, if uh, if I could be so um, forward, if anyone likes um, the tunes or if you're into really weird metal music, uh Hit me up on my band camp. I'm in a very weird band from Chicago with some very good friends of mine. We're called What It Felt Like. Um, and, uh, you know, whenever you see us, you're definitely going to remember what it felt like. You know, that's kind of the play on the words with the name. And uh, we do weird shit. We got a demo out. We're playing. And I would love to see y'all out here. Just so y'all know, we will have some songs named after Destiny shit. Uh, I think you'll get a laugh out of this, Carlisle. We have one song called Explosive Payload we're working on. And then I had to tell <laughs> you... I had to tell D he wanted to do a song called Cascade Point. I'm like, we have to do another release. We can't have two a release with two Destiny songs on it. I because I love it. I love having the Destiny song titles, but we can't be a Destiny band. Well, we are a Destiny mm-hmm. band. You get what I'm saying. Space it out. Give, give it some time to breathe. But yeah, let me space them out. Let me see. I'm gonna I'm gonna do one of my solo tunes if because I think that's a little bit of a prettier one. So we'll see if this sound okay to y'all. Mm-hmm. Okay, so oh yeah, there we go. Oh, I have it in D tune. My goofy ass. Very much uh, acting like a guitar center uh, customer in this moment. <laughs> All right, there we go. Now I got the tune. something a little something i released a while back hey i hope i, like I came that. in pretty good thank like, you hey it gives it that 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 mellow hey i like that yeah Definitely um like little that. backstory around that i had that riff for years man i'm talking i used to like uh have a little looper pedal so i'd like you know you loop something you play over it and all that 
And um, I played mm-hmm. that forever, and I was going to use it for one of my old bands, but, you know, we disbanded and it didn't work out. And uh, basically, man, um, in the last couple of years, I had a beautiful little dog. His name was Bowski. He was, he was my dude. We named him after the Big Lebowski, like the movie The Big Lebowski. Mm-hmm. He was the dude. He was my little dude, man. He was a good dog. We found his ass running around the street. One of our neighbors found him running around, and we picked him off the street, and my mom took care of him. And then I took him over, and he moved with me a couple of times. He was my dude. And uh, unfortunately, you know, in the last two years, I lost my little dude. So, you know, that song oh, is it's a very beautiful piece. It's a piece I've played for that dog. I, I, like, I have played that piece in front of that dog in so many different apartments and buildings. And it just was like, you know, I was having a rough time with it. And I just barricaded myself in, in like my bedroom and just wrote it and just played it. Very and it's a, it's a song that's out on my band camp for my regular stuff. The, my solo stuff's under Cower Device. So it's C-O-W-A-R-D-E-V-I-C-E uh, dot Bandcamp. That's my mm-hmm. solo stuff. And that song is called Better Boy. And it's just, you know, it sucks seeing your little dog get old and not very mobile. And you have to take care of him like, you know, an old, like, grandparent. And it's it's very sad. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's one of those experiences that, man, you know, it's just like anything else I've said. I had to go through a lot of discomfort. And that's some discomfort that's uh, definitely sat with me. Um, on top Absolutely. of the many other important people I've let, uh, you know, lost in all these things. And it's beautiful to just be able to make a song for them. And it's really hard for me. I'm weird. I'm, I'm like, uh, with music, it's such an art form to me and almost like a, mm-hmm. kind of like in a scholarly way where it, sometimes it's hard for me. Sometimes I write riffs because I just want to hear these riffs and I want a riff that sounds cool. Sometimes Absolutely. it's hard for me to be like, I'm making a piece of music cause I'm sad where like, I don't know. Weirdly, music's always been an expression of sadness, longing, like I'm doing something to fill the void. But that was the first time I'm mm-hmm. like, this is hurting me so much that I literally cannot do anything but just pour my heart out about it. So, yeah. So it was re- yeah, I'm yeah. really glad I got to play that for y'all. And I'm glad that's the first thing that came to mind. Sometimes it's hard to like pick a riff out of your head, but it just, I don't know. I think it also shows off my skills. I, I'm, I'm a bit more of a riffer. So I got to show y'all that I can do the finger style too. You know, I'm a multifaceted. Hey. I'm not that a one trick pony dope. by any means. <laughs> facts yeah that was good man i Thank appreciate you, man. you doing that man it i love like i always tell people i said listen i love to have so many new unique people to come on on my show um and just showcase uh who they are and what they're about man and it, that's what i'm all about i'm all about showcasing that and getting people on there yeah, and it, and I'm very grateful that you'd have me on man it was very cool to hit you up it's been nice to spend time with you in arc storm it's been a very good night. Absolutely. I'm very appreciative of both of y'all. Hey, man, I appreciate that. So what we like to do is um, the, the final segment is the floor is yours. So um, we always like to ask you, you know, where can they find you and, you know, and everything like that, what you got going on. So without further ado, sir, the floor is yours and tell them where they can find you, man. All right. Well, everybody, when it comes to the socials, uh, like on Twitter and Instagram and stuff like that, you can find me at Great Explainer. That's like my regular socials. When it comes to streaming and content creation like YouTube and uh, Twitch, that's primarily where I stream. It's going to be under wall underscore candy. Um, I'm going to be streaming uh, stream on reset. I stream on reset and I'm also streaming on Thursday and Friday because it was my day off. We're going to be throwing some different games in, but I'm always going to give Destiny some love because whether I'm enjoying it because I'm having fun or enjoying it because I'm making fun of it, it, you know, it's always a good time. And we got a lot of fun people to play with too. So uh, I'm looking forward to 
showing that off for y'all. If you Thank want to come you. by the Twitch, I'm going to be getting nice on to that. Have you and too. Uh, like I said, I'm in my band, What Thank It Felt you. Like, uh, which is one of my main bands. My other band, uh, the one that I mentioned to you earlier that has a saxophone in it, uh, it's called Upsizer. We're finally finishing mm-hmm. our first album after many years of being a band, um, and I'm very happy about that. It's a very, uh, very near and dear project to me. I'm very much looking forward hey. to seeing what everyone thinks about that. Uh, same with what it felt like. And then uh, my solo stuff that's under Cower Device. That's C-O-W-A-R-D-E-V-I-C-E. So if you want to check that out, I'd greatly appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, if you're around the Midwest, you're going to see me around. But, you know, give me about another six months and I'll be getting out of the Midwest. We're going to be hitting the road here and trying to do that road dog lifestyle. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, Hell see me yeah, on Twitch baby. and YouTube under Wall Candy. Uh, everywhere else is Great Explainer. And, uh, yeah, I just, whatever it is, if it's not with destiny or something else, man, I'm just trying to be a very cool and relaxed uh, person to be around, talk to and enjoy some video games and other art with. I'm also going to be trying to do some music streaming too. So y'all can kind of get more into that world with me. And, uh, yeah, I really appreciate, uh, having the floor with y'all. I, I didn't even expect to get an opportunity like this. This has been very nice and definitely getting the motor running again. I'm very much looking forward to the next stream uh, on Tuesday. Tuesday will be at night though. I still got to work in the morning. So we're going to be getting on there about like mm, about 7 uh, PM is usually when we start. So would love to have some of y'all come by on Twitch and check that out. Hey, we'll do. We'll do. Yeah. Much appreciate you, man. Yeah. But uh, love having you on, man. You're phenomenal guest. Hilarious. You're all the above, man. I appreciate you for jumping on and being with us tonight, man. It's definitely an honor. Uh, so salute to you guys, man. If you haven't followed him, stop the cap, man. Stop frauding. And uh, yeah, definitely, definitely follow him, man. He's a he's a great guy, man. Always, always putting in work wherever, he, whether it's his music or whatever he's doing. He's always out here doing what he do best. So definitely follow, man. And also, Art, what's going on with you, man? And how can they find you? And uh, what you got going on, man? Definitely same here. Hey. Beautiful. Cool, cool, cool. And as always, your host, the most Ooh, with the code most. So you know, I'm always Twitter, here. You can always Arch find Storm me. Two, you call and if 20, you really want to check out the podcast, 20, uh, All Things Destiny, uh, on PSN, of course. But you can also Twitter, find me on Twitter. My main profile, on, uh, Storm, and it's Gaming there too, as well. So. It's I'm always going there and posting motivational um, things, things or polls, what's going on, or just trying speaking to keep my mind, all the gaming, whatever it is, uploads. you always can find me um, there, and of course, right um, now, the last we got a guest booked for tomorrow, so we're going to be talking with someone on the show, and a couple topics, so 
you know, that just uh, let you know. But FYI, I'm going to keep those a little bit to myself gonna be right happening. now because I'll also be continue to stream gaming on if Twitch we have to guess, well. if not, I'm doing we have what I do. Topics. We got know, so you can always catch those on really Mondays and Tuesdays. We're always playing Tuesdays so reset day, you know. Really what's going on. Um, but we're always going to so, be playing other games as well throughout. So keep a close eye on that. Um, so really you know, we, we always gonna All be out here. Are the same. But that being said, that wraps it up with the mission clear for tonight. Uh, Wonderful. Just my so, heart uh, good to hear that. I appreciate that. I know, oh right? my god, that made me feel good. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. We finally did it, y'all. Uh this was a great night. Uh, I had a great time with you, man. Uh I'm looking forward to us talking some more uh music. Uh, definitely throughout definitely the, throughout back the, for the talks. years. I would love that. So, of course, man. You know, having music musicians, I'd love to have Maze on since he's a musician himself. So that would be great. Go cool. down here, man. Uh, uh, man, I gotta get him on there. Me and him are really we we're pretty cool, man. We always talking and stuff. So you know, it's it's gonna happen. I'm gonna make that let, happen for sure. Let, let me just but say it, that I want to end this by saying that shout out to everyone in the Destiny community, but especially to Carlisle and to fucking Amaze, man. Icons doing their fucking hey, thing. Man, Appreciate I'm them humble. always. The talent, man. man. I, I got in the dope. chat the other day telling him he needs to get back to the just the music grind, but he was smart. He's like, listen, man. Let me get my, my streaming community even stronger. And then I do the music. I'm like, a fucking businessman. That's what the fuck I'm talking about. Absolutely. He is a phenomenal businessman indeed, man. You know, and uh, we always, he always spreading his wisdom and things like that. And I always listen, take notes, man. He, he, he's a solid guy uh, for Surely. sure. I learned a lot from him and, you know, he learned some things from me. So it's pretty cool, man. It, like I always tell people, you know, I'm, I'm just your everyday brother in the, in out here just trying to do what I do and uh showcase a lot of wonderful talented people in the community. So um I I love doing what I do, man. You know, I always tell people, listen, I don't worry about the I don't worry about the views and stuff like that. You know, they'll come when they come, right? I care about delivering great content. I can deliver great content, keep you entertained and you tell a friend, tell a friend, I'm yeah. all right with yeah. me. I've done my job. I love to do what I do. That's how I kind of you know, got me so. having fun and everyone's enjoying the show. Everybody's growing. Yeah. Hey, that's all right with me. I, I've had a lot of pupils like Agent Chavez. You know, the guy is growing. He's done. A, he's doing a lot of big things out here in the streaming game. I'm proud of him. You know, he's growing and doing his thing. Uh, people love him. And I would say, man, you always had that sparkling personality anyway. So I knew you was gonna be you're gonna you're gonna grow and go places. So it's pretty, it's pretty cool. Lot, I, I love to Thank see people win. You know, that's my deal through and through. I would never I've I've never been a, a fake type of person. You know, I've always liked to be true to myself. What you see on camera is what you see off camera. I'm just that type of person. So you know, I'm always down to hang with. It don't matter if you're small or you're medium size or a large consecrated. It doesn't matter. You know, everybody's got a voice, and I want people to hear that. That's my deal. All and, the and way. I'm gonna, and I want to say one thing to end this on what you're talking about. Y'all, I don't know if y'all, uh, if we got any heavy music listeners here, I want to tell y'all something. So you know how that little band Knock Loose played at Bonnaroo, you know, this year, and it was a big thing for them as a band? 
I played with those motherfuckers seven years ago at a shithole in Indiana. You have no idea what people are going to accomplish, bro. Be there for people and yeah. support it. Because like, like Carlisle saying, and let me add to this. If you care about the views, you're not going to make any memories because you're too caught up in other shit. Never. Just make shit happen. And it will happen. Mm-hmm. People care about genuine shit. They don't want you to phone it in. That's with me. Like with my band, we have no plan. We're just doing what the fuck feels right. And right now, people are loving it. And we're thankful as fuck for that. So you can apply that to a lot of different things in your life, bro. There's a lot of different things where if you just care about other people and you genuinely help them because you want to, too. Don't do that fake bullshit. Because Carlisle ain't doing that. Arkstorm ain't doing that. Amaze ain't doing that. Astacross doesn't do that. No, we're not playing that shit. We're doing this shit professional. We're all trying to help each other out. Like we said, we got the ingredients. Let's all get in the kitchen and make the cake, man. There's more than enough to eat. Absolutely. Well said, man. Yeah, we no fake bullshit. We always about we always about supporting each other. So, uh, like for everyone out there, man, I hope we was able to reach you and give you kick you the wisdom, you know, because we're always about that, and we're always about supporting each other. We're always about having a good time, and if we can do that, we've accomplished. We won. We, mm-hmm. we enjoy it. People love that stuff. It don't care if one guy is watching you and he's enjoying his time. But if, if we can entertain him. And, and it's be a beautiful thing. and have a good time. We did it. We won. Exactly. You know, and that's what it's all about, man. You know, delivering honest and humble content and having a good time. So uh, with that being said, I appreciate all of you guys. Remember, man, get out there, play some different games, play some Destiny. If you're trying to farm for that uh, that new quest, do it. Get, get in some dungeons. Have a good time, guys. Don't stress about what's going on. We all know that Bungie's doing their thing. They're doing some things that, you know, is questionable. But at the end of the day, have a good time. Don't stress about it, man. Playing with your friends is important. That's what makes games fun is when you can get in there and play some games and just chill and kick it. That's the best part about that. You're not even worrying about what Bungie's doing at that point, you know. Uh (laughs) You're just worrying about what what we're doing, what we're talking about, spending time with your friends. So that's what it's all about. So. Again, I appreciate all you guys and you know, follow my boys, man. And remember Stop the cap. That Stop we we the can't cap. we no capping. No capping. Stop here. the we cap right now. That's right, that's right. <laughs> don't we don't do that here. <laughs> yeah. Have a good time, man. And uh it's been a great Saturday night. And we will see you guys later. Thank you so much for being here, y'all. Appreciate Peace. y'all. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly.